over. Start over. Start over. Start over. We can't start over, fool. We're good. We're live. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go one more time. Nah, just keep going. Keep going. It's tight. talking hey thank you for blessing the podcast that was rad <laughs> we are live now i know it's kind of strange sometimes i still haven't got used to like not being live and then suddenly we're live you know what i mean <laughs> i don't do this all the time so maybe you know what you mean but... <laughs> yeah because i'm like 30 episodes in almost so yeah man uh, you're like yeah. I know when you told me that you had all these like set up, um, you know, you told me to go get that COVID test before I came here. So I did. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, man. We're just here chilling. Um, today, I told you before, if this were Joe Rogan's podcast, um, Eloy is Hamilton Morris. He's Hamilton's, Hamilton's pharmacopoeia. <laughs> if anybody's yeah. ever watched that, that, that show. That guy has definitely been out there. I'm still yet to uh, experience as much as he has, but I'm down to be Rick's Hamilton. Yes, because we need to talk about a lot of things um, that are really awesome. Uh, obviously, um, you know... Is mine too, too far? Or you can... No, yeah, I would say come a little closer, yeah. Can you, can, you can bring it out to All you, right. too. Yeah. Um, Freaking... We're going to talk about substances, obviously, many different substances. Yesterday, no, not yesterday. The day before yesterday, I did a podcast with um, uh, with Jesus Juice, one of the homies that you met, and we got hella wasted. Like, <laughs> like drunk? Our, our podcast was fine, like, for the first, like, hour. So don't watch the whole thing. You know, anybody's going to yeah. watch it. Just you know, tune into about halfway and then, and then tune starts, out. And then tune and then, out. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, you then, mean watch it the first half? And then and don't then watch the second half. Because we went on for way too long about nothing. We just got hella faded. And alcohol is one of those things that after I drink alcohol, I don't feel good after. You know what I mean? One, no. I feel guilty for having drank the alcohol. You know what I mean? And two, physically your body doesn't like you know, alcohol. Like the it's next like day <laughs> the next day you don't feel good yeah, about body, having poisoned yourself. Good, yeah. So this is gonna be a little bit different, you know. Well, I've recovered from my shenanigans um, from that podcast, so I feel I feel good now. Okay. Um, How long ago was that? That was like two days ago or something. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. So uh, we're yeah, here two days, now. Two days for somebody who's about <laughs> to hit thirty is is good. Do you think that's good? I was good pretty much. Yeah. It took me like like one afternoon. To, oh, you know okay. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, but I yeah, I haven't gotten like I got drunk a couple times last year. You know, um, just letting go of like moments where I thought that I wasn't gonna be drinking anymore, and then and then I somehow like found myself doing it again. But uh, I mean, you know, I just now it's kind of weird, dude. Like the point the point that I've gotten to where I no longer count the days as to like the last time I did like certain things. You know, yeah. before I used to be like, man, I haven't drank in a month, or it's been like a whole year. Like, yeah, yeah, like. <laughs> I'll get into that later, but part of letting stuff go is, like, letting stop holding on to that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, for me, I've gone through a lot of phases. I think 
all of us can say that when we are young, we probably do too much of everything, you know, because we want to experience the whole world. Mm-hmm. So we're wanting to, you know, do everything. So we overdo a lot of things, yeah. especially when we don't have the guidance. We don't have others showing us like hand in hand, like what the effects negative and positive could be of engaging in some behaviors, you know, whether that's substance abuses or whether that's certain friendships or whether that's, you know, girls or vice versa, boys, you know, whatever it may be. As you're growing up, people don't really give you these like pro tips more. I mean, of course, we get some, you know, some input, but a lot of things are self-discovery. So I feel like we overdo a lot of stuff, especially like that's one of the problems in the like in in the South L.A. area. Like people are 30. They already lived a whole ass life. You know what yeah. I mean? And other families, they're 30 and they're just now getting started. You know, like how many people do you know that have gone to college? Right. They're 27, 28, barely getting out of school. And they're barely now trying new things, going to uh, Burning Man, going to Coachella, going to Bonnaroo. I would say to, that you know what I mean? I mean, I would say that there's like like a bunch of groups of people but like if you're talking about the people from those areas like there's a people who like 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 they didn't go to school and they didn't do any of that shit either you know so like so there's definitely those people and then and then there's a lot of college kids you know they bring your mic a little bit closer a, a lot of college kids or get closer fool oh, come man. on get know. comfortable I'm I'm get comfortable you gotta be as loud as I am okay ah uh. <laughs> too loud <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good right there. You're good. Uh, yeah, but I feel like there's those people, like college kids, who did that stuff, and then there's like people like me who didn't go to college, but chose to, you know, spend my money on like having fun and things like that. I see. What while you're still saying. being yeah. responsible. Yeah. No, I, I guess the point I was trying to make is that like I guess I didn't kid like me. sometimes um like I'm sure like you've seen like. 15, 16 year old kids that already do everything. You know that, what I mean? that, that definitely wasn't me. Yeah, yeah. You know, oh, that, I see what yeah. you mean now. But yeah. Like in South LA, there's a lot of that going on, you know? Like yeah. some kids turn 18, there's already, there's nothing they haven't done. But even then, I mean, that that's not true because like there's, they do substances, but they don't do everything. Like, bro, I know everything, what you want. bro. <laughs> oh, you're talking about like trying like Just substances. Life, like, no, life experiences in general. Like, cause like, know? I mean, like, I would say that like, at least ninety percent of those kids haven't traveled. That's the one thing that nobody in the hood does is travel. Yeah, exactly. Nobody leaves the hood. Nobody goes to the hood, and right. nobody gets out of the hood. <laughs> I used to go to the hood to go to Scott Show. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you live in the hood. What are you talking about? Nah, <laughs> Hawthorne is not that hood. Uh, don't tell people. Not just playing. No, no, Hawthorne's okay. Yeah, it's part of like the whole. I think the whole South it's Bay. South Central. <laughs> the, the whole South Bay area in general is like. A little different than the southeast LA area, yeah. in a way, you know. We but have we getting have closer hoods. to Inglewood can get kind of crazy. Yeah, we yeah. have. So there's like a section between. There's like Lennox, all of Lennox. Does it's not yeah, that Lennox it's good. Is, is ugly, bro. Yeah, but Lennox, like down <laughs> Lennox, and uh, I, and I don't Inglewood, even like people from Lennox. Just that's just pretty. <laughs> that's just pretty rough. And then you have everything in between, like. Century, Prairie, Crenshaw, and, and Imperial. Like yeah. This whole, yeah. It, it's called, uh, I can't remember what the neighborhood is called, but it's it's a section of Inglewood, though. And, like, so you have that, and that, that part is pretty good. And then the part, like, in Hawthorne, it's called, ah, fuck it, I forget what it's called, but it's around Purvis uh, Middle School. I think that's what it's called. And uh, there's just, like, 
a whole section where it's just like it's just weird. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't grow up there. I just heard about so you, the stories. So what you're saying is that that wasn't you, and so now, so your experiences were a little bit different. Maybe yeah. you took things slow and stuff like this. I right? definitely did. Well, like I was raised like in a Catholic home. Um, our my dad, you know, not that he kept us away from that, but that, not that he kept that away from us, but. From the things he did, he 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 did he did keep it away from us, you know, and like like putting us in Catholic school, you know, putting us in private school, um, like not letting us go out after a certain time. Like my dad was very watchful of us, and so like. Um, so let me ask: if if you come from like a, a a stricter background, what is it that got you interested in exploring, you know, more like spirituality and and. Well, what recently I've seen you posting on the internet, which has been um, these cool like retreats and like you did the ayahuasca retreat. Right. Mm -hmm. And then recently I third, saw you third time. Third time yeah, yeah. I, saw, I saw you hanging out with a new group of individuals. Right. Maybe kind of explain to me what's this new thing you've been doing. So you, you, the first question you said was like, how did I get into it? I, I would say that like everyone goes through like something like some kind of trauma in their life. And uh, whether it's caused by others or by your own by your own um, thinking patterns or just by the way. You, yeah, the way you think, the way you, the way you're raised and stuff like that. But I would say it was like, like I know it sounds kind of whack, but it's like breaking my own heart through like uh, addiction to sex and love. You know what I'm saying? Like and so. Yeah, that's not a I, good enough excuse. No, I just no, no. I'm saying like you know, not every everybody's like, what are you talking about? You know, it's like, no, nah, nah, dude. Nah, so people people are addicted to you. You've alcohol. Ex you've explored explored yourself like more thoroughly, I think. So I think you 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 can make observations about yeah. yourself, right? And you're not afraid to make these observations, right. whereas most other people are reserved when they when they want to talk about something or do something. You know, yeah. most of the time, other people. Before they say something about themselves, they're already thinking, like, how are people going to think about me if I say these things? Is it going to affect my ego? But you're coming from a place where I think, like, half the time that you're saying stuff, you're saying things because you're, like, have already stepped ahead of what the ego is, so to speak, right? Yeah. So you talk about feelings and things that usually make, like, people uncomfortable, yeah. and you feel more comfortable saying those things, right? Yeah, Am I right? I, I'm not, like... You know, I can tell when someone is, uh, like, willing to go or dive into that conversation, you know? Yes, Other yes, times, yes. like, I'm like, mm. not that this person's going to sock me out if I start telling them, about, like, hey, how do your mom treat you, you know? like. But they'll do they'll do the whole, like, oh, I, okay. don't know, I don't need that, or, no, I don't, no, that or like, like, nothing's uh, wrong with me. Like, okay. yeah. <laughs> like, most people, they don't want to talk about shit and just say, like, oh, uh, like. Or even not talk about it themselves. But some people don't even want to hear you talk about stuff like that. You oh, yeah. I mean? well, So when I was first transitioning, like, and I say transitioning, like, and I'm oh, still transitioning, and, you know, and into I'm, a fucking... I'm what? drinking V8 because Eloy's vegan. Shut so up. <laughs> <laughs> like, I got my I got coconut jet. water. <laughs> I just was... Hey, nah. We're already kind of diving into crazy subjects. We didn't even introduce you or nothing. This is my man, Eloy. <laughs> You know, he's Yo, a guy. I was skinnier the last podcast, by the way. Uh oh, <laughs> Eloy looking like a caveman, said Taylor. <laughs> That's that? Taylor, by oh, the way. Oh, what's yeah. up, Taylor? Damn. Or SF, homie. SF, SF, he's, he's still out there? Yeah. Nice. Cheers to Taylor, my boy. Hope you're doing yeah. good, man. 
Yeah, bro. Um, so this is my man, Eloy. We didn't even introduce. And we were supposed to, I mean, we got the V8, we got the coconut water, but we got something else. So actually, I mean, you want to talk about that right now? I, I make these uh these chocolate mushrooms um, out of um, vegan dark sea salt chocolate that I, I, I brew together. But I'm eventually going to start making them out of cacao liquor and like making them in chocolate. And, uh, yeah, so, anyway, so, yeah, you want to try one? Yes, uh, so we're going to... Uh, I already bl- had one myself. We blessed the, pl- the podcast with the flute, and Eloy had some of this uh, c- uh, psilocybin mushroom chocolate, so I'm going to try some myself. Here you go. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> what he just took right now is a very small microdose. Um, it just it would just get us laughing, you know, it's not going to do anything, like, we're not going to about to see... Um, Jeebus or anything like that, you know. So like, we'll just be fine. We'll, we'll we'll be able to like talk smoothly. Maybe even tap into some of Rick's emotions. But uh, <laughs> nah, I'm a, I'm a rock, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that Taurus in him. Um, but as water as a water sign, you know, a drop constantly on the same spot will create a crevice. So he's gonna get at my soft spot, boys. <laughs> <laughs> There's only been a few times, but anyway. So um, yeah, back to the like. You know why I got into it, like pretty much, like that. That pain led me to, you know, fall down, get back up again, fall down, get back up again, fall down, and eventually to the point where I felt so low that I got to a point of like, you know, and I talked about it last time that like, um, I got to a point of wanting to off myself, you know, and um, eventually again, like I found, you know, something, some light. And, uh, I, the last, my, my first podcast year, I talked about ayahuasca ceremony and I talked about all those things. Right. And, and then that was like January, no, July, 2019, sorry, July, 2019. And man, what I can tell you about after that moment, bro, it was like ayahuasca had opened all these doors and all these windows inside like, I want to, like, my beautiful temple, you know, just be like, yo, go out and explore this. Like, these are all these new things you just learn. Take And what's the, like, sorry to interrupt, but what's the active ingredient in ayahuasca, mostly? Like, mostly? It's two, it's two plants. Um, It's one root and one, one leaf, and they, they pretty much blew it. I, I don't know what they're calling it. It's like, that's not what, my special. One's an activator, right? But the one, the main, like, is it tryptamine? Is it DMT? Is it, what is it? So, none of these none of nothing you take um necessarily has like uh like a load of dmt that will, you know it's more like an activation for your dmt yeah, yeah. so let's let's because well, we I, can look that up I, yeah. yeah just so that we get the science behind everything correct you know let's just pull up um specifically what so let's just jesus say, juice that's who my guest was yesterday oh okay so what is what does uh, Wikipedia tells us? Wikipedia tells us that ayahuasca. Yep, DMT, dimethyltryptamine. Oh okay. Yeah. So AKA the spirit. Oh yeah, well, the, the people people like to. Um, wait, what does it say? Ayahuasca. So basically, you know, from from what I know, there's really no way to create or extract. Nah, but see, this is. Why is it using? It's saying that. Uh, oh no! It's look at look what it's saying. Although a chemically similar preparation, sometimes called pharmawaska, can be prepared using DMT. 
Oh, I see. But it's not. It's just plants. Like right. But what I think what somebody went and and studied specifically about DMT is that, um, about ayahuasca and how it's related to DMT is that once you take this orally, right? Because it's the right You're combination. Talking about like smoking? No, no. Like like ingesting it. That because of the right combination of different plants, that you're essentially synthesizing DMT, but in like a really rudimentary old school way. You know what I mean? A way that most people would have never guessed. Like scientists would have never known that that was going to do that. You know what I mean? Scientists like, don't know shit. Like. Yeah. So <laughs> so it's kind of interesting. But yes, you're right. It's, it's like the difference between synthetic um, caffeine. Mm-hmm. and organic caffeine that happens naturally in the product or whatever right, right? yeah so like drinking this, yerba mate yeah. or drinking monster this is why <laughs> this is why like uh things like this i mean it's wikipedia but like yeah we're this is to be taken I, I have a whole wikipedia. like thought process on how what like taking dmt and um smoking it yeah like, so earlier you were saying that you don't feel that it's uh the uh the actual substance but that it's an activation for how you already yeah your internal process yeah you have dmt in you you know everybody has dmt supposedly it's only activated when you are born and when you die correct right but you can take substances like like my uh, like mushrooms you know or or uh ayahuasca or acid to like Activate a certain percentage of it to like and open up in a different way, you know. And right, I, right. But anyway, you know, back to the um, that first time, you know, like I right after, I just kind of like I said, it, it open all these doors and windows, and and eventually, like, like within a week, like, dude, I got into a relationship. I don't know if I remember telling you, but like, I got into this relationship where like I had this vision and I was like, yo, like, um. Like I think this is this person's the one or something like that, you know. But I think we were just talking so much prior to this, and this person was there for me for a while, and and yo, she was she was like not the right person. I don't want to like bag on her, but like <laughs> she just was not the right person, you know. And eventually, like things fell, and I I just started to like to like slowly like step into the world that I was trying to get away from because. When I first did ayahuasca, I remember I came in here like, yo, I'm like so like open. Yeah, you're, to... you're very excited, yeah. Yeah, and and I wanted to share with people, but the thing was that I didn't have a family, a spirit. What we call it is a spirit family, you know, like somebody to to that that thinks like minded like me, or has been through similar experiences. So before you go on to describe your spirit family, can I give you like a um, like a vague understanding of what I what I think about that? Before you describe it. So basically, um, one of the things that I find really interesting about substances in general is that, let's say you want to explore things beyond your ego, right? Things beyond the things that you can control with your thought, right? Things that live in your subconscious. When you are exploring that realm, whether it be with substances or meditation or whatever, right? It's always useful, am I right, to... um, to have somebody who's been there to guide you, right? Like to have a guide of some sort. So this is why, like with the ayahuasca ceremony, it's not just about the substance, but it's about the whole experience, right? Yeah. Like the guidance that someone's giving you to take you to that spiritual place. It's the same reason why 
when people talk about taking psilocybin and microdosing or when they talk about taking psilocybin to counter depression, right? People say it's about the process. So you take the psilocybin, but there needs to be a guidance counselor, somebody there to walk you through the emotional rehabilitation to kind of get those neurons in your brain rewired in a way where they're healed, right? Am I right? Am I right? Am I right to assume that? Yeah. So is that kind of what your spirit family um, thing is about? Um, well, yes and yes, but no. Like, yes, yes in the sense that, like, one of those people is part of the family, but the whole family is, like, um, we call it we call it spirit family because we go through, like, a, a, a shared experience together. So a guide is just a guide. He's, he's, they call them sometimes shamans. Um, or a guide, you know, I'm, I'm like slowly trying to like step into that role as well. Like, and a spirit family is like, like this, like, let's say I invite like 10 people over and these, everyone's first time to like do mushrooms, right. Or something like that. And I sit you guys down. I teach you guys how to hold this in a sacred and sort of sacred space. And like, where, like, like history on the mushroom and things like that. And like why it means so much to certain types of people like in, in Oaxaca, you know, and things like that. And, and, and like teach you about other medicines that can help you. Like, um, for instance, there's something called Hape, which I'll, I'll, I'll show you guys in a bit. Um, and, and Sananga, they're used like in ayahuasca ceremonies and, um, combo, uh, bufo ceremonies. And, Pretty much a spirit family is a certain amount of people who come together for ceremony and all experience something to a point where, like, you you all share energies. And unless you've experiences, like, I cannot explain it to you. Other so than are you saying that it's possible to have a communal experience? So you're 100%. saying... 100%. You're saying that... You can do that without substances. Yeah, so you're saying that you can have experiences with others... But that that one that that you it would be a shared experience amongst many people, but that is one experience. Is that what you're well, saying? everyone goes through their own thing, but what I'm basically trying to say is, can we all jump into the same spaceship and fly to the same place? Mm, <laughs> shit, I, I haven't experienced that, and if we have, like, because there's been stories that I've heard of people saying that depending on X Y Z that they have seen the same things and thought that that's impossible unless they went to the same place kind of well thing. a lot of people who smoke dmt always say like they they see the same thing like if someone's saying one story and then the guy's like oh i experienced something like that so in a sense yes because they're all they all offer the same thing you know but at the end of the day your thoughts your memories your experiences are what shapes your your experience on ayahuasca like, right right like and i'm talking about life experience so all, yeah, that, your, all that your would life be the biggest influence yeah th that's... nobody is the same person so of course yeah. everyone's trip will be different how about everyone's on the same spaceship but they're looking at different ipad screens or something like or that they're you know looking out different windows exactly yeah, and then yeah. every every window something like that you know yeah. but um anyway so yeah so again um after dating this girl you know i started to dive into all these things and uh pretty much I I started to dive back into like like something that I, I didn't want to be in like I would I I I dove into a relationship but like little by little I started to learn things you know like 
it was like everything was a test. You know what I'm saying? It was like, and we call her Mother Aya because ayahuasca, when, you, when you're under the effects of ayahuasca, it feels like almost like a mother energy is guiding you through all these things. It feels like you're being cradled as you're vomiting, as you're um, crying, as you're shaking, as you're sweating, like all these forms of purging while you're on ayahuasca. Like it feels like a mother energy is, is telling you like it's going to be okay. Just let it all out. Just let it all out, you know. And so that's why it's so beautiful that when the moment when everyone wakes up, you're like, yo, like we just went through the same shit, you know. And then we... Dude, we're up, we're talking about like, man, I can't believe I just went through this. Like, this is what was my experience was like. And then the next person goes. And the next day, all you're doing is talking about everything that happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like you're just taking, you're like, all right, I'm going home. Like, nah, bro, we sleep in the fucking same place, you know? And at least this is how it is with my practitioner. Right, right, right. Because I don't know anybody else, you know? what? I, should you get go and find ayahuasca on your own and just try it? Shit, maybe. Who knows? knows? Like, that's up to you, but... That's another... This is one of the main things that um, is a problem for me when discussing these topics, and that is that the science is not, like... I'll give you one example. Experiences... Like, I wish that there was someone out there, like, some scientist of, of one form or another that was taking people's experiences and literally, like cataloging them and categorizing them right like people have these kind of experiences these kind of experiences these kind of experiences right and then that way if we if we did that i mean there were some experiments with lsd in the 60s and 70s with the mk ultra and weird stuff that the government was doing but that i mean like in a positive way you know like why you gotta like so this this is something that like why i'll tell you why because uh, because you need to be able to connect the what your experiences were in that realm of spirituality, you need to be able to bring it down from that place, formulate it, and translate it into language that will work for for actual, like, no. everyday use no. and consumption. 100% the, no. No? No. <laughs> Why not? Because it's something that you can't do. That That's like, again, like, it's like taking a natural thing and trying to, let me understand it. Just, well, just it, fucking it, try it. Everything's a natural thing, but no. But that's but, the thing that, like, like once you try these things, you get into a different mode of thinking. Like, th- and and you know, and th- I I see this with a lot of people who like have an argument for everything, and like I I look back on 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 friends that I grew up with. You know, when we were growing up, we used to go to Sunday school, and they got kicked out because they were asking the the, the priest, "Oh, so where does God come from?" Yeah, and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, and then it's just like, <laughs> you know what? I don't want to deal with you, fucking stupid kids. Get out of here. And I just think like, oh, my friends are cool. Like they think for themselves. You know, like they 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 do this, and then like growing up, like I I uh, I would look up to them because they knew things about like technology and how to like rewire shit. And this not, you know, this is a whole different group of people. And so like. This is not me he's talking about. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, you know, and now I look at them and like everything I'm doing, it's like, it's, it's questioned or like, yes, it's, but, it's like, but this it's is, ridiculed in a this sense. This is you why, know? this is why I think that that's why that's the most important thing. Because let me tell you, nah, man. I don't think that those experiences are invalid and I don't think that they're not important. As a matter of fact, I think that they're so important 
they're so so important that they need to become mainstream in a way people need to accept the use of psilocybin and not look down on it with negative connotation right people need to take the the use of these substances more frequently and and imagine what world we would live in just think about weed though dude like you you everyone that's what happened and what's weed now it's just like a fucking something that you sell like and it's like here buy this thing like and it has all these kind of additives and now like yeah. tax and everything it's like i don't so, want that to happen to so, ayahuasca or wait, so you prefer or this is a good argument because uh let's take example marijuana in, in its in its case right pre legalization right marijuana was on the streets and it was impotent it was more its natural form people hadn't taken so many strains of marijuana and turned it into super powerful yeah. Gorilla glue or something like this, right? Yeah. It was just weed, right? People would just buy it and smoke it I- illegally. <laughs> but people hella went to jail for that stuff, you know what I mean? And it was like looked down upon. People were looked at as bad people for engaging in the behavior of smoking marijuana, right? At least, yes, now it's legal. Yes, you're right. Even Monsanto, who is like a terrible corporation, which is like the representation of pure evil today wants to get into the business of selling marijuana. And that's not good for anybody, right? Because these guys are going to make it really whack. They're going to make And it already kind of is, like, you know. So now people are focusing with with weed. There's different industries. There's the guys focusing on making it really potent. There's the guys focusing on turning weed into extracts like wax and all this other stuff because normal weed is just not enough for some reason so they got to go and make everything super concentrated yeah. and get really lit like, you might as well be smoking crack cocaine at this point you know yeah i'm just like, like what do you anytime somebody offers me some wax i'm just like nah bro i'm not nah. trying to go to sleep right now bro yeah. it's just like <laughs> yeah. nah, i got shit to do today and is it so all right if that's if that did happen to marijuana there were something else that ha- there's something else that happened to marijuana mike tyson is working on the tyson ranch brand Right, and he's working on creating a space where people can smoke weed and feel free to do it and engage in other behaviors like drinking alcohol. Why can't you go to a bar? Why? Why is it you could go to a bar drink alcohol, but you can't go to a lounge and smoke weed and play arcade games or something? You know, why isn't that a type of business yet? Right, because it's still kind of frowned upon. It's still kind of looked down on. You know what I mean? Marijuana, yes, it's become legal. People still there's still a lot of negative connotations that go along with it. And yes, some people go too far with marijuana, right? Yes, people say, is marijuana addictive? Is it really? Technically, no. But me and you, we know people that smoke 24-7 and all day, every day, and they're never not high. And how do those people function when they're not high? They're, they're angry. Angry, bro. Yeah. Mad. Yeah. Oh, I got to get my weed and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah, and now it's, that's a dependency. And I'll, I'll, I'll get into that too, but... Like, again, like, it's like... So, or I, let me I, finish I, my point, because I, we were talking about what does that have to do with uh, things like ayahuasca and normalizing those things, right? Well, yes, marijuana normalization and legalization has some negative impacts, right? But it also has some positive impacts. We have CBD, right, for the use of medicinal purposes, and people take CBD for joint pains and for other things. Sports guys, a lot of people take CBD, and it is not psychoactive. So something positive came from that industry, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, more or less. And I think in the same fashion, trying to legalize, let's say psilocybin as an example, right? It will be a problem, right? People will abuse it. People try to make it ultra potent. But then there will be people who are going to take it 
to where it needs to be taken, which is to help with depression, microdosing, to help with anxiety, to help with, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like there will be the right kind of people out there to take you where it needs to go. And we need scientists to really catalog these experiences in order to put them in a place of, uh, in order to give them a proper description for for everyday use, like and and again, there are are these separations between science and spirituality, and it happens very often. For example, people that are too scientific, they are too rigid. They don't want to ex- they don't want to accept anything that isn't hard science. You know what I mean? Like someone brings us, someone brings an experience on DMT and they're like, yo, like, it's God. I know it's God, right? And then this science person is just going to look at them and be like, what evidence do you have for this God, you know? Did he give you a formula? Did he give you some mathematics that solved the, all of the, an- the answers to the world? No. So how do we know it's God? That's just your experience. It's anecdotal, right? That's the number one takeaway. It's anecdotal. So it's not worth anything. But it really is worth a lot. You know what I mean? And the science guy is willing to throw it all away because... Science, because he worships science. He's basically a Scientologist if they hadn't already taken that word and turned it into a religion. You know what I mean? So what's the problem with spirituality is the same problem, in my opinion. In spirituality, there's a lot of um, we don't accept science because spirituality told us not to. There are plenty of Christians that I know that don't believe that the world is more than 2,000 years old. There are plenty of Christians that I know that don't believe in Darwinian theory. Yeah, right you know there you're, I mean? you're bringing spirituality and religion together. And that's, no, this is, yeah. Uh, I, I know. Religion is not the same thing as spirituality. No, fuck no. No, but that doesn't mean that religion can't be spiritual. Religion is spiritual in the core. If you actually read the Bible, if you actually yeah. read these books, it's about spirit. But the mass majority of these people that go to church and stuff no, like that. No, they are like, orthodox Christians, they are orthodox religious and people. They they just follow like They're, rules that they yeah, by tradition, not by spirituality. You know, exactly. if they if they were spiritual, they would know that the experiences that you're having under these substances are hand in hand with what Jesus Himself described as being God. You know what I mean? Like if they if they would if they would actually read the Bible properly, they would know that those two things are probably the same thing. Which yeah. is why people like Graham Hancock say that. It's religion probably came from, this is his argument, from the use of these substances. That it must have been because people discovered these substances that the idea of God was born. That's his argument, right? That if it wasn't for Moses inhaling the burning bush, right? That he wouldn't have seen the Ten Commandments coming to him from God. That if it wasn't for, you know what I mean? There's all these different things that happen in history that could be attributed potentially to exploring these realms of spirituality with the use of substances or meditation, whatever, you know? In my opinion, I do think that spirit and science is the same thing. And I think that if you combine spirit and science together, then you get like the most powerful weapon, you know? The most powerful truth. It's a truth that transcends spirituality and reality, you know? The metaphysical and the physical, right? So, in my opinion, when I hear you say, like, no, we don't want to assimilate these experiences with science, right? It makes me feel like the science guy telling me, no, we don't want to hear Eloy's story about ayahuasca because it's anecdotal and it doesn't matter. To me, those are both sides of the same coin. You know what I mean? What does a science guy do 
for spirit for like spirituality other than write shit down like you say catalog things a lot bro science because asks the, the same questions that spiritual people do they but, but they don't they don't like on on a deep level like they don't know they just they haven't experienced it's like it's like it's like hey i read it i read it i read about um portugal have you been no but i i read that it's super beautiful and it's yeah. like it's got all these colors and things like that and it's like oh so your imagination is really nice i like it you know but you should but try have you to been go. to portugal yeah. but have you been to portugal you should go well I, I i've been thinking about it you know but I, I i really don't think so i mean i already read the book you know like no you should go experience it because yes. it's a whole different thing you know yeah you don't you didn't have conversations with people out there you didn't you didn't do these things you didn't do that you didn't do this you didn't do that you didn't do this you didn't do that so and that's what no i'm getting at so like it's him. like dude like at the end of the day a scientist and literally i was thinking about like what conversations am i have with rick and i know this is gonna be one of them like you know like it's it really is that that like until you're, you're saying have scientists pretty much pave the way so that no, I didn't say pave the no, way. No, no, I'm yeah. saying pretty much pave the way so that so that spirituality can come and 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 leak out to mm. to the majority in the mass. You know, in and, reality, and, you don't need to do that because I'm here, literally, only here for the people who want to hear it. Anybody else, that's on there, bro. It's yeah. like this is what this is what the medicine teaches yeah, us. But that, that like, that'd be like a science guy nah, saying this is the, what th the world is round, and anyone else who wants to believe the world is flat will. That's on them. Well, like, is it gonna harm anybody? For the yes. Why? Because if fools run around thinking the world is okay, flat, okay, but, but who, who's <laughs> it gonna harm though? A lot of people, but potentially bad science can lead to catastrophes. And, but I'm saying you know the flat earth, at least the flat earth. Like, what what harm do they like? Just just from thinking of a flat earth, like because having what, what, what having, harm do they do to people? having information that is incorrect is is the root of ignorance. Like, okay, I know, but I'm saying like like. As far as like them believing flat Earth, like just they can that, do a lot of damage just by them believing it. Especially just one person believing something. Belief is very important. Belief is the root of okay, everything. Okay, all right, I'll give you that. Sorry, yeah. I, 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 <laughs> I'm just I, I was just trying to make the point of like that until someone I, and, and and there you go. I wasn't defending them. I was just saying let them have their belief. I'm just saying that like the people who who actually discovered that the world was round tried some shit. You know, when the, the the people who thought the fucking earth was a square and they were going to fall off the face of the earth. Yeah. They were just like, nah, you don't go that way. But like, you'll this fall is, off. This is where the assimilation has to come in your mind for you to understand what I'm saying. Because it's really a lot simpler than that. Okay, I, I already see it. It's like, all right. Okay, try and guess. The Christopher Columbus goes and discovers shit. And then he has somebody writing everything down to send back to fucking main Europe and be like, nah, bro, it's really round. And then you know, like, everyone's like, "Oh, okay." Since you guys know now, now we can believe you. Like, that's we a, don't have to go and try it. That's actually a really good point that I hadn't thought of. That that is actually <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a really good idea. Like, yes, but you should still go to, fucking see the Americas, man. There, but like, there needs to be a guy with a map. You know what I mean? Yeah. Writing that shit down, okay, man. Like, all right, all right. This all, is right. <laughs> all right, me and Rick came to a um a conclusion. All right, yeah. I see what you're saying, but it's just because like this is why I think of science as the same as spirituality. Because you're asking the same questions. Think about this. Spirit, spirituality is about where do we come from? Who are we? Where are we going? How long have we been here? All these things. Science is asking the, literally the exact same thing. Like, you could read the Bible and it says, in the beginning, there was light. And then you'll have a science guy tell you, um, 
the world was created, the universe was created from a singular point where all light expanded from. Like, yo, y'all are literally saying the same fucking thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's no fucking difference in with which interpretation you choose. I think th- I think of it this way: science is the trying under to understand the things that you can see, hear, and touch in your current physical reality in your awareness of being awake right and spirituality is the exploration of all those same questions but not in the realm of the things that are here and now but in the realm of the subconscious right the other place that is yet to be explored right where there is information sacred information even some people will will go as far as to say the most sacred information comes I, from I, these I think my 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 disdain for scientists come from like one just like the church at some point was able to you know buy out like you know certain you know people who you know painters or whatever you yeah, know that's just true. they did do that just so they they can they can uh you know control people and this is like yeah. scientists do the same thing. They're paid and as people. Hispanics, we really don't like that, right? Like we really right. Dis- so like so scientists are just paid, paid people like who, who are constantly like being being directed to to you know hey study this for me and uh, if the results don't come out the way I want them to try it again you know maybe skew some shit and that's what that's what I mean like there's very few scientists out there who just like do things like for themselves you know and and if they do like what do they have, what happens and just get shut down real quick or they die or like you know they get killed off or something and it's like this is why i don't want to depend on that like you know to to be able to spread the word versus like and i've been using this a lot lately and my sister was like well i don't like when people use the word jesus and i'm like well just take this from the bible like and i'm not talking about believing him or anything but in in that book like people people follow this man because he showed people what he can do. Like, hey, I'm showing you. I'm not I'm not over here preaching anything. I'm not doing this. And he didn't tell nobody you should live like this or you should do that. Nah, he just walked this fucking path and everybody liked what he did and they were like, ah, that guy looks cool, man. We should you know? Yeah. And that's why I take from ayahuasca. It's like, yo, okay, teach me these things. The plant teaches you all these things and you're like, Maybe I should live my life this way, you know? And and I'm not here to tell people like, hey man, you're doing this thing wrong. Like you know, like, like nah, it's just like. So you you think that's, you think that science is used as a ruler to tell people what fits and what doesn't. Uh, right now, fuck yeah. Like right now, there's there and is. So you don't want spirituality to be used as a ruler to tell people what is and what isn't, right? Yeah, I don't. I I pretty much don't want to see that that, like science, you know take take a hold of it and, and then just try to make it something to monopolize on because dude that's what i don't but want that's an effect of capitalism not science you know this is happening right but capitalism you know, uses science that's the thing or, or the other way uses science, science uses capitalism to get to where they're trying to get to well <laughs> capitalism's got the mo- capitalism's got the money to, yeah, to buy elon science. musk uses capitalism to launch his rocket into space right he has to go and yeah get that funds. Feels, yeah. yeah exactly like <laughs> So that's what I'm saying. Like he, he, we really. When I used to work for SpaceX, like that was the whole idea. We're doing all these projects for all these fucking satellites, Facebook, who knows, the fucking Air Force. 
to get all this money so that we can fund our research for Mars. Because that's what he wanted to do, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he sells cars so he can launch rockets. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Like, that's a whole different company. I don't think the, you know, people in, with the money over there don't like mixing yeah, shit, probably. Yeah, probably so, not. You're probably right. Um, <laughs> you know better. You work there. Because Tesla was definitely, like, doing way better when, when, when SpaceX was in a rut. Like, Tesla was chilling, you know, and vice versa. But uh, going back to Spirit Family, you know, it's like, this is these people now. Like, um, there's some people that fall off, you know. Like, I fell off for sure after my first experience, you know. Like, I was saying, like, I got into all these, like, instead of saying things like, bad happened to you now, like, you're like, this is a test. You know, life is testing me right now. I no longer look at it. It's like, oh, why me? Woe is me, you know, no, dude, it's a fucking test. Like, you know, am I strong enough to go through this, you know, or am I going to just go right back to like doing the shit that I used to do, drinking, uh, sex, all this stuff. Like, no, like, and so, I don't want to do So it. you think that, so to paint, to put a differentiation in those two types of behaviors, you're saying that, that using these substances is different from how we typically use substances, right? Like alcohol or even sex oh, great or whatever. segue so check it out oh even sex is a fucking form of of this so there's something called manifestation right where you you pray enough or you believe enough or you do something enough that one day it's gonna happen and obviously this i don't is, believe in that though i said i said there's such thing as manifestation oh, yeah. and that's fine but i think you do without even believing in it because the minute you say i want to give me uh these turntables you're already doing the work for you. You you already believed in it so hard that you're gonna do the work. That shit's not gonna appear. We're not saying like, oh, I, I want to do this. I know. And then I know like one I day just, it's just gonna appear. Like, I no. became a hater on the whole subject when Dave Chappelle went and said like uh, his whole stand up about um, the oh the, yeah that, yeah the that, secret the secret and how he clowns on on um you know <laughs> saying like well tell that to an Ethiopian kid who's dying of hunger you know what I mean yeah to 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 visualize a roast beef sandwich <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> ever since that day I can't I remember that I, I can't think of uh, of of visualizing to make things happen I can't take it serious no more but and, that's Dave Chappelle's fault <laughs> and, and 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 this is this is exactly why like I've realized like how certain comedians. I, as funny as they are and as fucking so brilliant and intelligent they are they're narcissistic they're not nar- not narcissistic uh cynical well they have to be i think that's where the right that's where the funny yeah, comes where from the funny comes from yeah and the reason why they can't think the other way is because you will literally lose that funny yeah like yeah. if you don't if you don't if something happens to you and you don't think of the most fucked up situation that that thing could have happened or something like that then you're not going to be funny, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so, like, so I, I, I remember I used to, like, dude, I used to worship, not, like, you know, pray to him, but, like, George Carlin was the guy that, like, anytime something happened on, on Earth, it was, like, like, what would George Carlin do kind of thing like that, you know? Like, or, like, what he's would he say? funny guy, yeah. That was, to me, he's fucking hilarious, bro, because he pretty much tells you how stupid you are and makes you laugh while fucking, while telling you, you know, like, and yeah. so, and you know, he got you with two or three of those lines, you know? Yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like within like the first, like, you know, and so like this guy was so intelligent, but at the same time he was cynical. Like he was, you know, I don't know him in real life, but like a lot of times, like 
what 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 rubs off on 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 a person who's not aware of these things that they're funny you know like me as a young adult like coming up like i thought that was like the word it's like man yeah i should look at i should look but at life like that we're digressing a little bit but you were saying um that this well, now whole i visual, can't digress visual, but you could digress all you want the, the, <laughs> <laughs> the visualization thing the the oh, okay. uh, yeah so right, what, right. what does that have to do like why did you bring that up yeah i want to know uh, I'm curious. Be- because you said, oh, you were like, oh, so these these substances are different from like doing like smoking weed, having sex and things like that. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, and right, so right, right. pretty much like there's something called manifestation. Right. Um, and 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 uh, indigenous cultures, they believed in certain medicines that helped them create these manifestations or just like it was just prayers pretty much, you know, like in a sense, you know, like just praying and like wishing that everything would go well, you know, things oh. like this, you know, right? And just guiding me, you know, like, like to the and what the, the way this works is not like again, it's not that it's just gonna happen for you. No, it's like, let's say right now, it's like I manifested me on a safe ride home, right? Like, okay, what does that entail, Eloy? Well, I just hope that I'm gonna get there safe. Does that guarantee me a safe ride? No. But I think now I'm gonna be more aware as to like the the decisions I make while I'm driving. You know, maybe. Make sure to buckle up, you know. Um, I'll use all my turn signals. Make so, sure that I stay in between the lanes. So if 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 that's true for manifestation, like if that's your argument, then then religion is doing something good when they ask people to pray for things, right? Yeah. The thing is that the religion doesn't um, teach you that that everything that that they're telling you to believe in is already within you. Yeah, they tell you that it's gonna be granted by some random fool, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And so, like, right, I, yeah. the conversation. And most people don't only, only, you know, this is something hilarious about religion, bro. And I'm sure you know this from experience as well, that most of the time, people who are religious that pray, I could probably, if I were to put my finger on it, bro, eighty percent of people that pray probably pray for money. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, oh. They feel like that's going to uh, fix all their problems. Please, Jesus, cash me out today. I need to pay my rent. You know, please uh, make sure that I get that stimmy check and blah, blah, blah. You know, yeah. the people are praying for money. Why, why is that? Like, you go to a Buddhist temple today and they have a fucking money tree in the middle of the fucking temple. Like, where people go to put money. It's like, yo, that wasn't. That's not what Buddha was about. Why is there a money tree in the middle of this fucking thing? You know what I mean? You go to a Christian church. But Where, you, I mean, you know what I mean? It's the same it, thing. It, so the thing They're is, passing around the little least, fucking at, basket. At least know? with that, like, you know, it's a form of, well, like, the, okay, so let's say I, I was to build a space, you know, and all I was doing was just asking for donations so that, so that people can come. And wait, is this a thing? Is this gonna be a thing? No, no. Dang. I, I'm, I'm definitely because that would be tight. No, I'm definitely starting like <laughs> a. Uh, I, you could go tax free, bro. Nah, you nah, could just that. say you're an organization of next, religious ne- practice. Ne- and... Next weekend, I, <laughs> I'm starting uh, for the first time. I'm gonna hold ceremony with my mom, my sister, and my girlfriend, and two other friends. And so, pretty much, like this is something that's gonna launch me into like being able to serve medicine in the way it's been taught to me. And and I and I I'll, I'll go back to the manifestation thing right now. But oh shit. That was like everybody always um, does that. I gotta get new stand thingies because they're fucking. Um, but yeah, so pretty much like, eventually, like let's say I had created a huge space like this, right? And it right. was legal, but, but pretty much let's say I created a space like this, like, now I'm not working. 
all I do is, you know, you come here and, 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 and should I just call it like, Hey, you have to pay this much or, or this, it's not going to be donation based or like, what would it be? You know, personally, like, personally, I don't like disguises for, for language. So if it can be as more direct, the better. But the thing is legally, of course, you could get into trouble, trouble by saying yeah. You you have to pay me this much to come and have this experience. Yes, you're gonna yeah. have to find legal workarounds. You're gonna have to say that they are donations, right? And there, there's there's gonna be these things you're gonna have to do, just because that's the world that we live in. But it's the same thing. We we had some guys here on a, a talk about reptiles, and it's the same thing. Like if you want to sell an animal on the internet, you can't say, "Oh, it's uh, I have it for sale. Give me this much." No, yeah. you have to say, uh. I'm evicting my animal. There's going to be a rehoming fee. You know what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, I can't just be like, yo, give me 50 bucks for the lizard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I just can't say that. It's just not, you know, people frown upon that, even though it's the exact same identical action, but I have to mask my language in some kind of way just to make some people feel comfortable. Yeah. I feel like it's the same George thing. George Carlin used to talk about that all the time. He did. He There's was a, a goat on that. Bit, a yeah. whole bit on that. So, so it's the same thing, right? Like, you want to say... I want to charge you this much to come have this experience with me, but you can't because that would be kind of illegal. So now you have to say, I accept donations. Minimum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> minimum. With a, with a minimum. Nah, but yeah, so. Uh, well, tell me more about this plan that you have for this uh, for this experience thing. I want to know. Uh, so I'll go. Let me talk about um, why I, I was like really set on manifestation and then I yes, didn't, yes, I didn't yes. finish yeah. the thought. So, yeah, finish your thought. So, the ayahuasca, um, all these other substances that are are very like healing. You know, there's there's a there's a few of them. You got mushrooms, ayahuasca, the bufo toad combo. You have San Pedro, or also known as Wachuma. You have peyote, um, and there's those are the ones that I know about. And as far as like what takes you higher and gives you different experience, or even cacao. You know, like that 100% pure cacao, and how it's a it's a, a heart opener and it's like what does it do for you like how do you feel you know like you honestly it's you sit with it and you share it amongst people like just like you're having tea you know it does something to you it warms your heart and you're able to just kind of it, it's not really like you'll start tripping balls or nothing like that it's all about like sitting with the with with a drink to share ceremonially you know like just like how japanese do with tea you know they sit they do like a whole little thing you know it's and that's what's something that that here in America, like we fucking just throw tradition out the out the window all the time, you know, like, and we forget about what it is and and what things these things mean, you know. And, and this is why, again, like, scientists won't explain to you. We just saw on Wiki, like, oh, you can make your own ayahuasca, you know, like, this is what scientists does. Science does, you know, that it, it wants to recreate shit. To make to just put a little packet, you know, you know yeah, what but, I'm saying. But that, I think and, that and, that's a misrepresentation so, so it, of science. So, so it 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 completely dissolves what what's holding things sacred. It's something that you probably have no idea what it is until you've sat down with an with an elder or a guide or a shaman, you know, and him telling you like, okay, this is this is what we're gonna do, and so you come and. There's there's a whole lot of seriousness because just well, like any, if, I just I gotta have to I just have to disagree because 
science is can't cannot just be said that as they're not just like an organization that like you were saying like like but that's off the topic let me let me just finish this real quick yeah because, go, go ahead go ahead i'll come back to you because uh um so holding things in sacredness is is something very powerful for smoking weed doing tobacco like the pure tobacco and things like this and they say that indigenous cultures they they held tobacco as a very strong source of manifestation that when you passed around that peace pipe you were saying like you know we're gonna ha we're gonna have a good hunt tomorrow you know let's do this for that you know and this is the only time we're smoking we're not gonna be out there fucking hunting shit let's, let's smoke some more like let me get another cigarette nah and so you know something i just learned recently was like yo if that's the case and like what do you think about all these people smoking just cigarettes all the time and and if if the tobacco is that strong in 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 manifesting something for you so they can help you when you get that little rush you know what are you manifesting when you're smoking a cigarette damn fuck my wife fuck this stupid job fucking kids and you're just adding layers bro like and nobody has any idea that they're doing that to themselves because it's been so normalized it's been it's been you know, again, science has found a way to, because they were bought out by capitalists to fucking create a cigarette, you know, and, and just make it consumable. And yeah, yeah. It wasn't that science created cigarettes. It was They a, didn't, but they, they ended up, you know, eventually they found... But look, to, I can say from, from being an experienced tobacco smoker and having smoked all types of tobaccos that, you know, because tobacco was industrialized that it became the terrible product that it is which is the cigarette but yes it's true that if you go and you smoke normal tobacco which i've done for many years mm -hmm. that it's way different from smoking a cigarette it doesn't have the same smell it doesn't have the same effect right it's not as potent it doesn't give you that same head rush it gives you some of it yeah but not not like a cigarette you know what i mean right. there's there's a lot of things about regular tobacco that are great and it's not as bad for your health. It's not linked to cancer or anything like this, right? Okay, I agree, right, that that happened. But then if somebody, let's just say that somebody went and made a false claim. Let's just say that someone said today that smoking tobacco cures cancer, right? Or let's just say that somebody said that their aunt who was an invalid, right, who couldn't walk, smoked tobacco, this particular tobacco, and that she now she could walk. And there was a guy out there selling tobacco, claiming that he solves everything. Some magical tobacco shit, right? This is where we need science. Because a guy needs to come in there and be like, yo, like, nah. It, that your tobacco is not doing none of that shit. You know what I mean? And somebody needs to come in there and correct those wrongs and those lies. Because people lie. You know what I mean? Not everyone has the same good heartedness to discover something and present it to you in all of its glory, right? No, people are gonna lie. So this is where, I, where I, why I think I that's really, you know, sci science is there to correct those wrongs. Like some people will take that and lie, you know. Same thing. Some people may take ayahuasca and say that it, it that it does a million things. So, right? so I, I really quick just to take this moment because you've said something really, really powerful, you know, and and now like that we're on the subject. We're bringing this here. It's called uh, Hape. And this is called a Curipe. Um, wait, 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 wait. Bring it up to the camera so everyone can see it. Okay, so this is a Curipe. Um, this is very, it's used by, it's used by, uh, by 
um, in many spaces, in many spaces of like ayahuasca, combo, um, and different medicines. Um, this is th- this is a tool that's used to um, how do I say it? Um, pretty much, you know, self medicate yourself because another tool that's used is pretty much like a long, like a longer, um, a longer shoot, like a bamboo shoot. Or I've like, seen that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, so shamans use this. This is new to me that I've never seen this. Yeah, this is this is a self applicator, you know. And so the way it, I'll show you, how, I'll show you how it works. Right and now. and what do you have over here? What is that? This is called hape. This is a a a, a form of tobacco mixed with other plants. Oh, sick! And so I've heard of this. You don't smoke this. You don't want to smoke this. You actually, um, you pretty much. Like you take it to the head, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I I, 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 do this shit like that because I like to make people laugh. But to hold it in sacredness, you pretty much you, you blow it into your your nostril, okay. on, on both both so nostrils. So you rip a fat line. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we can't yeah. help but put our street talk on it, you know? Yeah, I know. And I, you know what? I do this in those in those spaces too. And I and it's it's frowned upon, you know, to to say shit like that, you know. But I I still I'm still working on that like very funny side of me that like um eventually wants not like take things serious because this is a sacred medicine and it should be held as such um and again like this is like this is that thing though like the word sacred it always catches me off guard like that because like you know like sacred like every time i hear this is sacred or that's sacred it should be respected and all these connotations come with the word sacred right like, what oh, does that mean like why yeah, do i yes, gotta respect exactly it kind of thing? yes i want to know all these reasons well, you know what do I mean? you do you look at a tree and think it should be respected yes same you know, way i think a tree is sacred so yes. pretty much at least we like to believe because I don't, i'm not see there eloy to... just you saw that he just is like yo but a tree, nigga, is that sacred? And I was like, yes. And you, and then we were like, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, you know, um, we'd like to believe that the people who make this, you know, do hold it in sacredness. And so, like, we'd like to, like, as far as we know, and they, they tell us is that, like, the the tribes out there in the Amazons, in the Amazons, they they take these things, and this is their their life work, you know, like now, like. They, this is what they do all day. Like they'll take medicine, you know, they kill tribes and they'll make it in large amounts to share with the world. And what they do is they'll, um, they'll say a prayer while they're making these things, you know, they're like pray, you know, like, you know, whether it's Icarus or things like that. And so to make this medicine and that's why it's sacred because you're, you're asking the, the earth, like, please Pachamama, like, let me take, let me take what you are giving me. And, and give it to the world, you know. So this is why it's sacred. It's like you're offering a prayer. You're asking from it. You're not just like there like, tear all these trees down and we're going to make a bunch of tobacco or like all these plants and we're going to make a bunch of tobacco, you know. Yeah, it's like when the Native Americans killed an animal hunting, they would do a prayer after it died, yeah. you know, to and be... and that food was sacred, that, you know, yeah, like so... so, so that. So that you don't look an, look like an asshole if God were watching you just yeah. fucking pillaging all the, the deer. Yeah, you know for, what no, I mean? <laughs> for no reason. Yeah. For no reason. Yeah. So I'm about that makes to hundred percent sense. Um, I'm about to take some right now. Um, this is a little jaguar. I don't know if you guys could see. Uh, maybe is it focused? No. It will though. No. Anyway, it's kind of like a, bring it back a little bit more right there. Yeah, that's, that's good. All right, I think. Uh, Somewhere like I don't know, but you can kind of see like the hole. That's like the teeth at the front. But anyway, you want to take a look at it? Yeah, I'll take a look at it. It looks cool. 
pretty simple, simply made. You know, they some people just take it and they make, you know, they they carve animals or they they'll um they'll use like a form of wax to like make different designs. I don't know. There's so many different kinds, and I'm really new to this stuff. You know, even my last ayahuasca ceremony, the, my guide actually doesn't like doing this. Oh, I see. Yeah. He he thinks that it doesn't suit him. You know, and and um. The well, I'll ask you more about your ayahuasca. So I'll let you finish talking but, uh, about this. So. so yeah, so what I'll do now is like you know what do we have? We have like an hour, an hour here so far, and I'm pretty sure we're gonna do like another hour. And so I'm just gonna you hey, know, let me get a hit though, bro. What's good? So I'll, I'll show you how to take it. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna pour a little. Let me let me wipe the sweat off my hands. I'm gonna just pour a little on my hand, as you guys can see there, and it's just a little amount. Like you don't. You don't want to do too much because it, it does can. it hurt. Uh, yeah, it, it can. It can if you do too much. Um, you have any napkins? You're gonna want to blow your nose after this. So, hold on. You keep on, on with the tutorial. I'll be back with some napkins. All right, for sure. I'm gonna keep doing this. Well, I want you to be here so that when you're doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'll be. I'll be quick. All right. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna offer up a prayer, and uh, like I said, just a kind of like some kind of uh, like a prayer or or like a manifestation that I want to I want to give to myself or to a deity, you know, things like this. And you just in your head, you you do it, you know. I'm smashing it down, and I'm gonna scoop it in through the long spout. So I'm smashing it. And I'm going to scoop it in through a long spell. I'm going to take half of it only of the amount that I put in there. Again, taking it. And I'm actually, I think this is kind of a lot, low-key. So I might, I might react a little strongly to it. So Go, let's, they let's say that the, uh, the left side of your body works on the feminine side and the right side of your body works on the right, damn, on the masculine side. Damn, I'm left-handed. So you want to do both hemispheres um, to ground yourself. And grounding is probably a word that you hear a lot, you know, ground yourself or this is grounding, you know, and it really is like, you already know what I'm going to Yeah. And it really is because, (laughs) because you kind of get, um, a head change, you know, and, and it's, again, you're, you're offering up a prayer to something you're about to do. And this is important. If you, if you smoke weed all the time, you know, like, what are you thinking about before? Like you're doing these things, like. Even sex, you know, you can offer up that sex, sexual energy to something. You know what I'm saying? So I'm offering this, this moment here, this energy that it's about to give me to something. And what I want to do, this is very important because it's going to dictate how you react to it. So you want to just take a couple of breaths. When you're ready to, to blow it, this is, this is how you're going to You're going to take one deep breath. Right? Hold it. Just hold it. Don't let it out at all. And what you're going to do is you're going to bring this up to your mouth right here. And this one inside your nose. I'm going to blow it out. I'm blowing it out because I don't want to blow it into me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm curious. And you're going to hold it like this. Oh, wow. That's interesting device. Or vice versa. Oh, they kind of went inside because it's so, the fucking dust is so light, you know, it just travels. Anyway, the point is once you're, once, once you hold that breath, you just literally, 
you blow like you 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 put your lips around and you just blow as hard as you can and it, it will shoot up into your brain and and from this <laughs> from this point from this moment i would ask that you just breathe deeply through your mouth no okay. longer through your nose because what happens with you you blow through your nose you breathe through your nose it's gonna want to travel the back of your throat and then you, it's like that cinnamon challenge you know you just yeah, want to yeah, cough yeah. so so after then you want to Breathe through only your mouth. Yeah, only through your mouth and just hold it there. Like, you know, like sit with it. It's going to feel a rush. You're going to feel like a rush. And so hape is used uh, prior to ceremony so that you can manifest something within that ceremony so that, you know, like, hey, I, I really want to tap into these energies or tap into this memory or tap into these things. Help me. And this releases anxiety. A lot of it, it just calms you down. It just brings you down to like a grounding state. And you want to do that because a lot of people are always nervous into going into these. these I see. You know, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. And uh, so here we go. And as I'm breathing profoundly, I'm gathering up my next, my next hit. <laughs> I can't help but laugh, even it's though it's spiritual. It's, it's just, it's just, it's great. I love it. Sometimes you tear up, you get boogers. For like a minute and a half, you want to just like breathe in through your mouth. And it, it really feels like like that first, almost that first hit of a cigarette you kind of took where you're just like, whoa, let me sit down, you know. Really? You ever had that? Yeah, it does happen to me. I went smoking cigarettes. It, it can get to that point. That's so crazy. you're going to want some too, actually. I'll cut this in half. There you go. And it, it just to be clear, it's it's a it's a variety of herbs and spices, and we're nobody's eating all local in this fucking podcast. It's just it's just mostly tobacco and yeah, herbs it's mostly, and, and this is totally legal, by the way. Just because Jen is like making faces, they're like, "What are these fools? What are these fools doing?" You know? <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's totally legal. Like th this stuff is is legal in the states. <laughs> um, so like I said, you know, go ahead and take that, and then just pour like a little bit onto your palm. Maybe wipe the sweat off or something. I just took a little bit myself. Like the other, the other day, I kind of took a like a pretty a fat one, and <laughs> <laughs> and I man, I, I was so scared to take another one because like, the other side because I had taken too much, you know. Nice like seat. and yeah. you should. This is a very soft a soft um, blend. And what are the other herbs and spices in here? What's going on in here? You know, I can honestly not tell you that. So it could probably be laced with like PZP or something, and we're about to. I'm just kidding, man. That let me see that. I'm just curious. That should be that should be good. Yeah, it, that's it, good. I'm gonna take this on my way because okay, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Okay, cool. So I'll put that. All right. There. So I'm gonna wipe this down. All right. So I'm gonna take the device, and you're gonna kind of just like. Scoop it up. I, I like to like which with which uh the the long one the wooden the part one. yeah you you want to just scoop it like half of it yeah just take half of whatever you have there 
There you go. That works pretty good. And then once you're done, if you'd like, you know, offer up a a, a prayer to yourself, you know, to a good life, whatever you'd sure. like, you know. Yeah, I can do that internally. And then after I've done that, take a few breaths. Remember, like the last one, you hold it. I'm gonna take. I'm a, I'm a I'm a steps kind of guy, so I'm gonna take a few breaths, and then I'm gonna. You're gonna hold that last breath. Take a really deep. Deep breath and hold it. And then I'm gonna poof into Yeah, you're into, gonna you're gonna place it. Don't breathe while you're doing this because you might accidentally accidentally like, do that, yeah. Yeah, and then so you as as soon as you place it, you your lips on one side <laughs> your lips on one end, the small end, and then the long stem inside your nose. Right, right. And then right. You, at that moment just blow as hard as you can. Alright? Right. And then only breathe through my mouth. Only breathe through your mouth. Got got it. I got I got it. Alright, y'all ready? I'll take your breaths. <laughs> three, three mouth. Only three mouth. Only three mouth. Yeah, thank God you told me to only breathe through my mouth. Only keep breathing. Sit with it. It, it. I see your eyes tearing up. What do you feel? It's okay if you want to take a while to like. It smells a little bit like cinnamon. Yeah. Feels pretty awesome, actually. Right, me and my uh, my partner actually, we're gonna um, come across some uh, a few of these. We we're, we're gonna take the we're gonna we're gonna get some from the Amazons and uh, a few medicines to and to, there's tobacco in here as well. Yeah, that's the main ingredient. But okay. they'll mix them with different things to. Uh, to strengthen them, you know, depending on what, like, just like crystals, you know, like, oh, this one does this and this one does that. All right. <laughs> I'm, and you know what? I'm chuckling because Ooh. Ricardo, as much as like we have different views on things. He is willing to try, you know. He's willing to. He's a scientist who's, who would be willing to try. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I respect him for that because not everybody will just do that. Honestly, it it looks kind of awkward, you know, um, because it's not normal to see this here. Um, it's very hidden in certain parts, and and this is with me coming on this podcast to to share this and whenever you're ready just blow all that all that out yeah because it it, it will leave it in there so you can take full effect <laughs> it will it will clear mucus dude your sinuses will feel great after this especially like after a powerful dose like man there's been times when like i throw up from how strong some of these doses are man like because they'll make you like dizzy and they'll make you sit back you know damn that's a lot of stuff <laughs> Another name, another name for this. Look at Jen laughing in the pot. <laughs> another name for this is called shamanic snuff. Shamanic snuff. Yeah. And again, you guys, it's called. Uh, it's pronounced jape. Um, that's like a Portuguese, Portu um, Portuguese word, I think. Brazilian, Brazilian Portuguese word. Um, another form is called rape. It's spelled like rape, but it has the <laughs> accent on the e. Obviously, obviously. Yeah, and uh, um, 
it's happy or rape, you know. And uh, yeah, it's very strong medicine. Like I said, it's meant to um, clear your head. You know, the indigenous people used to use it, like use it for the hunts or, or ceremonies and things like that, you know, just to get a clear vision of what you want in your life. Another form of this is called Sananga. Next time we do a podcast, I'm going to bring that one too. And that one, that one's an eye medicine. Sananga clears um, like mucus in the eyes and your whole face, like you feel like blood rushing up to your eyes. That's crazy. And it, dude, it like takes effect immediately. Like they'll drop two, two drops in your eyes and your eyes will just start burning. Like if you just put like chili in, you know, that's crazy. And, and the whole idea is that you're sitting there and you're just breathing through it because something, um, they're like uh, some of the words, you know, there's a lot of like terminology that will be used. Like something like surrendering is like, just, yo, like don't, don't try to fight. The medicine, you know, just let it do what it has to. Surrender to it. Just like your problems, you know. Sometimes you, there's nothing you can do about these things, you know. The more you fight it, the more it's going to push back. So, Yeah, I see what you're saying. With this stuff, I think that um, you, you said that, or you used the word grounding, right? Mm-hmm. So I can say that if you were, like, for the layman's, for just speaking in normal normal terms, not spiritual words, if if I were to say, you know, maybe you're too drunk, maybe you're too high, maybe you're too much of something, I think if you just took a hit of that stuff, you it would sober you up. You, you know so? what I mean? I think so. Yeah, I think it has particular effects that will bring you back to normal state. Maybe anyway. I should take it to the next baby shower. <laughs> you know what I mean? What about these ones? Cause, no, uh, but I think, uh, I think I see what yeah. you're trying to say. I can also smell, like, all the herbs. Still, I can still smell them now. Like it, all the aromas that are in the thing, I can smell all of them. I would. How, how are you on dreams? Like, do you are you a dreamer? I never dream ever. Okay. Yeah. Let's see what happens tonight. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I'm not promise you anything, but I'm definitely not a dreamer. Uh, and if I am, I can never remember them. Or like the minute I wake up, I'm like, uh, that was weird. Like I don't know what I was dreaming. You remember? You have feelings after you wake up in the morning. You're just like. Thing. what was that but then yeah again, maybe i just don't remember people say that maybe you always dream but maybe yeah. you don't always remember what you're dreaming right yeah and that's crazy and so after working with this like i can say that like my dreams are weird or but extremely vivid you know like almost like i'm being told something you know like hey like you should sit with that so if if for instance you do and you are able to remember write it down or or just like tell it to yourself you know tell it to jen and just be like he always dreams liar or the end of the world. Maybe you might have one of those where the end of the world is a new beginning. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, now my dreams are going to become positive, enlightened dreams as opposed to. I mean, let me let me let me let me tell you one of my dreams that I had. Uh, Please. So I have I have a group of friends, right? And just for the sake of not naming them, like her name is um, Patty. I have, I have okay, a sure. Patty, he has a friend named Patty. Yeah, and so Patty. Um, is a person who, uh, you know, is troubled with a lot of things. And um, they have, they've reached out to me a few times, you know, for like, oh, like, I, I want to try juicing. I want to try this stuff. And, and uh, you know, everyone has to go through their own trials. Like, nobody can hold your hand the whole way, dude. Like, it's all about discipline and how, how much willing are you willing to let go of to, to find something new, right? And so she... 
um she's like she's she's tried things with me like you know whether juice juicing and things like that and so i had this dream where like all these people that are all we're all like mutual friends they came to me one day and they were just like yo eloy like patty's sick man she's dying like you have to help her and i was like messed up dream yeah and i was like and i told her about this actually i told her i had a dream about her and, and she actually told me that the next that day that day she was like Yo, I've been having massive headaches recently, like bad, like to the point where I, I'm crying and stuff like that. She can. And I was like, again, I already know what you have to do, but, you know, it's like, unless you're, I'm, I'm not going to waste my energy anymore to like sit there and help Patty anymore, you know? So my whole, the what I was going through in my dream was like, like, I, I was like pretty much like, I think I've told you guys. Like throughout through my the way I carry myself on Instagram and the things I do, like, you know, it's too late to help Patty. Like, the only way to save her now is for for all you to change first, and then she can see that you know we're all different. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so like, you know, I had I had these conversations with these friends, you know, like, and it, it was almost like they weren't they weren't um, getting the message, you know, like. Um, and I told you that I wanted to get into that too. It's like, like now these dreams, you know, I've always been a giver, man. Like I'm always there for friends, like, you know, like constantly doing shit for them. And sometimes like, I didn't know that I was giving too much and my passive aggressiveness will come in, you know, and be like, oh, they're not giving me the same love or like expecting things in return, things like that. And so, um, for years I hung out with these people, you know, for years, for years, for years. And the minute I step back and I start to do something new, like, it's like, like, there's no like, why are you doing that, Eloy? Like, don't do that. You know, there's nothing of that nature. But I notice now that it's like, well, I'm not being supported either, though. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I told you when I came in earlier, like the sticker that I, I I'm, I'm, I'm making. You know, like, like I don't see any of my friends ever sharing my shit. You know, people who I, who I've been there for, bro, emotionally, whatever. You know, like hurt their shit, like. They don't share like, oh, hey, look, check out, check out my boys, like you know this, like he's working on that, working on this, or whatever. It's like nah, like they rather share memes, things like this, and so it's like, like I don't feel like I should help these people anymore, you know, like I I never should have in the first place. Like I'm not saying like oh, I did so much for them, you know, like I'm not. That's not the message I'm trying to get across. Is that like I'm finally understanding that like there's a place in my in this world for me, and it's not to give, um to give people like my time when, when it's not going to be um, used correctly. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Bro. You were captain saver hoeing the whole time. Yeah. And, I, I've always been that, that, that energy, bro. And, like, and now you're coming to the conclusion that, you know, your own efforts are better put in places where they're going to become fruitful. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Just, just yesterday I, I, I was back at the old house, you know, and I don't, I don't, I don't think that everyone should just drop. Hey, like, let's go hang out with him, you know. But it's well, like the old house. Um, it kind of explained. Oh, like, uh, my house caught on fire on his on, house caught on fire, y'all. Yeah, in November. That's crazy. And I've been staying in a really nice hotel in Manhattan Beach. Hey, it's really <laughs> nice. I gotta go to the beach all the time whenever I do, you know. But um, it's uh, a crazy thing that happened. How did that? How did it happen? If you don't mind me asking. There was an electrical fire of the old wiring, and it was—I don't know if you, man—it's too hard because I, I remember it obviously happened to me, and and also I want to get into that. That's pretty crazy. Like, anyway, so it happened because 
Maybe it was old wiring. Maybe it was really windy that day. You know, wind goes inside attics and stuff like that. But what is the meaning that you derive from it? I mean, just, just you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be alive, bro. Like, honestly, I was asleep there. I was asleep. And at first I was like, I'm fine. You know, everything's cool. You know, I'm alive, whatever. And then I had I had I had a thought like maybe a week later like where it kind of hit me and I, I I even teared up a few times that I was like, yo like, if that neighbor wouldn't have came and saved me and knocked on the door and woke me up like the 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 the, the ceiling would have because it started in the attic like the fire was in the attic only, I was like that shit would have caved in on me and then I would have probably been stuck in the house you know or something maybe I could have made it out alive with a few burns or something like that but like who knows, and then just last week. Somebody was like, nah, son, like, the fumes fuck you up first. And mm-hmm. I, I didn't know this. Like, you know, it's like, like, those fumes, they would have seeped in. The gases would have fucked you up before the fire got you, you know, all this shit. Yeah, recently and the guy, I was watching the, a video of someone's house on fire and the, the, just the smoke inhalation. Yeah, mm-hmm. the guy the guy saved me. He literally woke me up from, like, seconds to death, bro. Like, because cause, uh, what happened was that, like, yeah, he was banging on the door, right? He goes, the neighbors bang, bangs on that door. Go see the neighbors, bangs on that door. We were, there was only one person in each of these houses, and we were all asleep. By the way, it was my, both my neighbors. Like they, they didn't come out to like one came out like an hour and a half later. It was like, what the fuck was all these fire departments working here, out here, you know? <laughs> and the other one too, but but pretty much like this guy banged on my door so hard, and he like, and I just came to this realization last week. This has been five months since it happened. And they were like, these people were like, no, bro. Like, he literally woke you up from death. Like, like a <laughs> couple more minutes and more smoke. You would have been knocked out, you know? Like, and eventually you would have had no oxygen. Like, and he told me all about, like, he. this guy's really smart. You know, his name's uh, Marty. But he was telling me all this stuff. And I was like, man, I already had, like, my, 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 uh, my realization with that I could have died, you know, a week later. But now right, I'm right. really realizing how fucking like what the situation <laughs> was, you know. Like I was thinking, like, oh yeah, like the the ceiling was in a cave in on me, and I was gonna get hurt, you know, and die, you know. But it was a whole different, like, nah, man, you could have just died from gases or like the smoke or whatever. Yeah, house fires are no joke. You How are you feeling? about oh wait, well, we we also oh no the to- the the. the uh the um portobellos have kicked in <laughs> definitely it's just a little like warm feeling huh like uh, it's fine you know yeah. i wanted to talk a little bit about that because um you know um, microdosing is a new popular thing so i wanted to kind of get into that but well, with your whole house catching on fire such a crazy thing and then with like your new spiritual ventures you know i can't i'm not against you should know that it's not that I'm against anything in particular, and it's not that I'm for anything in particular. Like, I'm not a guy that plays in any type of team, you know what I mean? As a matter of fact, what I don't like is team players. What I don't like is when a group of individuals get together. Like, when I was growing up, I never liked closed groups of friends, you know? Like, everyone always was in a closed group of friends with, like, five best friends or whatever, right? And they would always hit each other up, and they had themselves in a group chat and all these things, and... And then I would come along, a rando guy, right? And I'd be like, hey, um, what's up, you guys? Like, are you guys going to go to this thing? Is it going to be so cool, right? And they would look at me like, uh, who are you? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I was always opposed to, like, closed groups of friends. I, I felt like it, it was a way for people that feel vulnerable to come together and 
fill in their gaps of vulnerability by bringing in other people, right? And making themselves feel comfortable and not really having to go beyond that group anymore. So it's like a, almost like a way to limit yourself. Like you know? a tribe. Like a tribe. So in a way, I was always against that. So my whole growing up was always just, you know, I want to be part of everything. I want to be involved in everything. So I was never for playing within team sports or I, I just never joined one camp or another. I was never a Democrat or a Republican or I was never this or that. You know what I mean? I was just kind of like criticizing it all at the same time. You're a troll. Yeah, a troll, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, a troll. You definitely yes. a troll. <laughs> so because of that, you know, when – um. You know, this is why I'm critical, even even with you, even though you're opening up and telling me all these things about these new experiences and your house bringing down and this and that. You can be telling me your house, but I'm going to criticize it. You know, I'm going to yeah. be like, well, how did you know this? How did you know that? You know what I mean? Like this and that and that and this. Like, it's just that's just my nature for mm -hmm. some reason, you know, and it doesn't matter to me. And yeah, I, know I, I saw a video when you were like 15 and it was like literally exactly You're, the same thing you were not any <laughs> different dude yeah so i think when it comes to like you know people think that substances change you like i do think that they can they, they enhance who you already who are who you already are like, you, you can find realization like you can learn new things about yourself and, and, and others and by that like they enhance who you already are but at that moment you you are you are a duality you are evil and you are good. Yeah, we always have to know. Yeah, you are. You are two. You, know. you are definitely two things. And I, I can go into my ayahuasca experience and 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 literally explain to you like why I see that. Yeah. But uh, I was bringing it up because because uh, we've both ingested psilocybin and we're fine. You know what I mean? Right. So but there is such a thing as microdosing, right? Like people, oh yeah, yeah. You want you want to talk about microdosing? Yeah, so, people do this. Like for instance, we're fully functional right now. You know, he can he can move his computer around. He's not like, oh, what is this? Like, you would have taken a little more. It would have been like that. You would have been like, oh, I can't touch this computer right now. You Because know? <laughs> nature does not like computers. And so once you ingest nature, it's going to be like, yo, get off that shit. Like, you know, so. But for computers the Computers are nature, bro. What I mean, yeah, about? we are. Yes. This is an extension of, of yeah, nature. And one day, the only type of nature that's going to exist it's going to be artificial intelligence that we That's create scary. and launch into space once scary. all humanity have you seen that movie ai um no or, no you haven't seen it it's like a re remake of pinocchio but it turns out aliens I'm a real boy <laughs> it turns out aliens are not aliens aliens are our artificial intelligence that we created before we went extinct isn't that crazy that's oh, so like true. in Mars or something? No, you just watch the movie. Uh, it's called AI. I think that's all it's called, AI. Just watch it. I'll watch it. Um, Trippy. But yeah, so microdosing is used by most people to activate uh, a sense of like... It's like kind of like that, that movie, the um, the one that the guy takes like the limitless pill, whatever. Limitless. Yeah, I've seen that movie. Yeah. So in a sense, like... I mean, as far as with... Like conversations, like I can be more fluid with conversation. I can tap into my brain and remember certain things easier, you know. Um, will it make me faster? Probably not, you know. Like maybe, maybe not. The thing so is it's that definitely actually, not an upper. Well, it just depends on how you, the energy you're willing to uh, exert from it. Like um, uh, some of my clients who who microdose, they. 
they say that um, they take them when they're playing. They like to play with their kids on a microdosis because they feel more agile. And that's very true. Like, try doing a, a, some kind of yoga pose, you know, or just like not even a yoga pose, but just sitting like in a meditation pose for more than like five minutes. Like, even me, dude, like, I, I'm not really good at that, you know. And my back starts hurting. Like, I'm just like, oh, I feel uncomfortable, you know. Yo, you take some mushrooms, it'll completely go away. Like, it makes you, it it, it, it does something to you. Like, yeah, it makes I think you it definitely does. more looser. You know, you don't feel as, like, your shoulders drop this a little is, bit. I think that, you know, they say in Spanish, have you ever watched TV in Spanish? There's always, like, a thing on the bottom. Maybe I'll even put it up. There's always a thing in the bottom that says, like, todo con medida, nada sin exceso. Have you seen it? No. It's at the bottom of every commercial in Mexico. It's actually really good that they do that because it's telling people don't abuse whatever it is we're advertising, but whether it's cigarettes. I, I don't or know why. I don't know why they don't. The thing, the the reason why they put it in such small words is because they do want you to abuse it. Because if you didn't abuse it, like you wouldn't buy so much. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's like when they put the image of the bad lungs in the cigarette box. People are still gonna buy it. You know what I mean? <laughs> it doesn't matter to people. But here, look. Like, literally, uh, like, uh, we're not going to be able to pull it up. But in every commercial, there's always that saying, right? Mm. So I, I think 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 about what that means and think about what it means for the way that we ingest substances. Not everything has to be to the max power. You know what I mean? Like, not always. Imagine if people were more progressive about how they ingested even alcohol. How much, how many people die every year of just alcohol? You know what I mean? Like, what are, what are, like, poison. deaths by alcohol? Let's see. <laughs> Death from COVID. <laughs> That's, of course, the number one search. Look, 95,000 deaths every year. And in just the states? In just the states. And why don't they just um, ban alcohol and then nobody will die anymore? And people die an average of 29 years shorter. You shorten your life by thirty years just by yeah, drinking from, alcohol from liver poisoning yeah. and shit like that. This is incredible, and that's not even counting like bad decision making and destroying your life with alcohol and destroying other people's life with alcohol and becoming physically. Hopefully, dependent. If, if alcohol is the only problem, like you know, because the most alcoholics but take when on it, other. When things. is alcohol its best? You know when? When you only drink one beer or two. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? That's when alcohol is its best. Why? Because when you only drink one beer or two, you feel a little bit buzzed. You're hanging out with your boys. You're having a good time. Everything's great. You're not going to get a hangover. You know? Uh, why do you need more than that? You don't. Anything beyond that is, is just beating on a, on a dead horse. Like there's Nothing's going to come from that. You know what I mean? And in a way, a lot of these other things, I think, could be thought of in a similar way. We still don't know what a dose is for psilocybin, what a dose is for L you know, we don't know. I do. I mean you do, but what I mean is like like a dose for what? Depends what you're trying to do, right? Well I mean look, just take this chocolate for for instance, right? I put a certain amount of mushrooms in here, right? And And it's very well measured by the way, because we're you know what I tell people is usually sometimes it's broken up into ten. This this one this particular mold it, it became it was five, you know. But if 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 it was a ten piece mold, you know, what I would tell people would be like, I'll be like one piece, 
uh, one piece to two pieces. Like it's you and your friends. You guys are talking, laughing at the beach, whatever. People are walking by. You're not getting nervous. Everything's fine. You know, you take more than one, more than two pieces. Now you're now you're stepping into a territory where like maybe you want to not be around so many people and like you want some time to like just be able to like you know tilt your head back and and like you know you want to be somewhere safe you know things like that and the whole bar is like yo do you want to meet god today like <laughs> and i'm being very serious with that like you will you will fly into space like you will get into that <laughs> spaceship and it will it will take you there you know that's incredible um, and honestly like something that um about ceremony that that i've learned is like if you're doing mushrooms um you know like rick and i right now we're we're eating it recreationally you know we're like we're i like i like to do it like this i like i like a microdose in the sense because it loosens me up it 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 allows me to talk about it easily you know like yeah, i can yeah. talk about it so passionately even more when i'm on mushrooms in fact when I'm at events and I'm selling these chocolates, I make sure to take some so that the energy I'm giving off is like, yo, I'm not a fucking creepy, like, you know, yeah, guy yeah, in a yeah, sarape, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> you know, I'm just like, hey, guys, what's up? Like, my name is Eloy. I like to share medicine, you know, things like that. Like, I have these beautiful chocolates that I hand make myself, you know, things like And then everyone's like, oh, OK, you know, like. I feel the vibes, you know, like not like, hey, I got some shrooms. Yeah, you want some weed? You want some weed? You know, like that's some like grimy, you know, like that. Like, there's dudes at Venice for that, you know what I'm saying? Like, but anyway, again, it, I still respect it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not gonna sit here and take a bar with you and try to be like, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like nah, dude. I I would go home. I would sleep. I would so, lay in my bed and, let, and just let's about talk life. about like um, we see obviously deaths by alcohol, but what about like deaths by psilocybin? In case people are curious, like, do you know what the is there a max you could take? I've taken four, four grams max. This is where the science comes in. That was that was <laughs> pretty. <laughs> like I want to know, has anyone ever died doing psilocybin? Because what I heard is that nobody has ever died. I mean, you could probably die, you know, if you, like, get behind a wheel of a car or something, like. No, I mean just from the actual ingesting the actual. No. No, no, right? No one has ever just died. Like weed, just like weed, Just like marijuana. You can have an, uh, a, like, a psychotic break. Like, and I'm not trying to scare you guys. Like, oh, no. I'm like, no. Like, you could potentially have a, 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 uh, as uh, recently we were at this, like, kundalini yoga class and this yeah, like no, basically no one can die this is what this yeah. is saying yeah. so uh -huh. there was this guru who was like yeah these things should be taken with moderation you know start off slow things like that you know introduce it to you not just be like here take a fucking eight the shrooms and see what happens like no man like injecting yeah that's see see what i mean see what science does <laughs> look, look, look at what up. science does man nearly died two months ago after injecting magic mushroom tea into his vein <laughs> oh my god oh my god this gotta be the funniest shit i've ever read yeah you read the whole thing we'll go. all right let's man go. nearly dies Wait, let's, let's, go what? Through it. let's go through it an unidentified man has survived a near-death experience after injecting himself with a self-made magic mushroom tea. The case published in the journal is reported that the man injected himself with the tea hoping to cure his bipolar disorder. 
fuck me. <laughs> so first of all, when you have psilocybin, the mushroom, it's a fucking mushroom. You know what I mean? It's an agent of the fucking genus of shrooms. Like, yeah. the same as any other type of fungus. So, obviously... Yeah, I'll do something for you. Yeah, you can eat mushrooms, right? Yeah. But what happens if you introduce a mushroom directly to your bloodstream? Well, it's going to become... It's going to be a poison to your body. It's like... Yeah. It's a fungus. You just gave yourself a fungal infection, literally. Yeah, to your bloodstream. To your bloodstream, yeah. directly. You know what I mean? You're supposed to eat it so that your body can break it down, right? And then ingest the psychoactive chemicals in the process. Not inject it. You Technically, yes, you will still get high if you inject it. Probably really high. But you will also potentially die. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this is ridiculous. This guy is out of his fucking mind. I lost my, my train of thought. I was trying to... This is, this is just, it's just, it's just hilarious, bro, to be honest. But, okay, so you can't die from actually using... No. psilocybin but you can from being an idiot like this and yeah. injecting it into like, your, yeah, you know what I mean? and yes you can you can if you're not responsible but you have to be responsible with every other substance right like you're not gonna drink and drive right and people drink and drive all day long and the, these people that drink and drive are gonna try and tell you that psilocybin's bad or it's woo woo or it's this or that you know what um, I mean? every day like I, I just so many coworkers of mine that like they see who, what I'm doing and I'm like, hey man, like you should try this. Nah, 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 nah. It's not for me. It's not for me. And I'm like, yeah, but you could fucking stick that white shit up your nose, right, all the time. And then it's just like, nah, yeah, but I know how to handle that. And I'm just like, <laughs> it's gonna make me go crazy. He's gonna make me do this. And and like the reason I said like a psychotic break is because you can ingest too much to a point where we and we'll say a psychotic break because it's not. Like, you don't necessarily come back. Hopefully, you come back from that experience, you know. But pretty much when you take too much of something, it could be, like, a huge dose of wax, you know. You see it in videos all the time where, like, these teenagers are recording their their friend and just like, take me to the hospital, man. I can't. I'm fucking dying. I'm fucking dying. You know, it's like, yo, this shouldn't, you shouldn't be able to do that. Like, like that that was not natural. Like, yeah, th yeah. that that form of was, was not natural. And, and mushrooms... Although it is natural, like to 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 take some of that, you know, like there should be a limit to how much yeah, you can take. Yeah, because if you're, let's say that you were a a a hairless ape, right, running through the forest eating ma magic mushrooms, you won't be able to eat that many. Because good luck finding that many. You know what I mean? This is kind of a rare occurrence. Well, they they used to grow huge sometimes, yeah. like in the, in the in, well, they do. So they, what I mean is like, I'm gonna, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna it's room. hard for people to ingest too much of it. Is what I'm saying, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Um, so essentially, and I'll continue on talking without Eloy here. Um, essentially, we're talking about the use, uh, the rate at which people use substances. And the new microdosing and and psilocybin in general being pretty risk free compared to alcohol and you know tobacco and other substances that can be far more harmful to you than helpful and yet people for some reason accept these substances as normal right and don't accept these new substances they they have a negative connotation to them just for whatever reason but where we we can see here that just by looking it up it that there is really no reason not to like as far as safety goes um they are safe safer than alcohol and tobacco and other commonly used substances 
Um, what about compared to marijuana? We were just talking about how it can make you have a psychotic break. So we can talk about psychosis in marijuana because this is something that does happen as well. Um, people ingest too much marijuana and it leads, you know, to a cannabis and do psychosis. But also it could be a, a, a problem of maybe you have underlying conditions that you should be careful with. You know, how do you know that you're not borderline schizophrenic or, you know, borderline dual personality and that ingesting these substances, you have to be careful because you may not come back from it fully 100%. So I think in how we describe doing too much marijuana and doing too much psilocybin is exactly the same. Cannabis induced psychosis, a review. So yes, um, there's a risk to everything, you know, but the whole key is moderation, which is why this microdosing thing is really cool. So let, what do we know about microdosing? Here is an article about why microdosing is touted by shroomers and Reddit users. Science is starting to test their claims and finding some truth. Okay, so let's let's see what what is um, science f finding. So people are taking weekly microdoses, right? Their claims are that it sharpens all the senses, as if the frequencies of all your atoms and energy fields are raised a little bit, and being slightly more conscious. Um, is what somebody's um, particular experience is with microdosing psilocybin. What are you talking about? Microdosing psilocybin, and well, for well, I was just saying, you know, like marijuana, people can do too much of anything, right? So obviously, if you have pre-existing conditions <laughs> where you may be schizophrenic or you may be oh, psychotic, yeah. you oh, probably, you were looking into you that. Probably shouldn't ingest these these substances right but no. with everything you should already know that and you should probably not participate in this so there, there's a there's a um a story i heard or some kind of like old tale or i can't remember but pretty much that people of that nature schizophrenia um mediums and things like this uh they they were actually taken apart from the um from the uh the tribe to like learn medicine because they believe that these people could tap into um energies that you know normal people couldn't obviously like you know you have you had your hunters you had your gatherers um you had your your uh your medicine people and things like that and and um a lot of times um certain people that would see things or like you know, they were taken apart from the tribe to train them to, like, be able to hold uh, medicine. Because not everybody was, everybody was probably taking medicine, but the people who were actually, like, speaking, you know, like, taking it further and things like that. Like, they used to use medicine for so many things, you know, healing, um, to to bring people back, you know, to to ground them to the tribe and be like, hey, man, don't forget you are one with us, you know, like, don't forget you are you're part of this earth, you know, stop trying to like, sometimes people's egos need to get checked and things like that. Um, but yeah, anyway, so I brought it up about the, the, um, psychotic breaks because like, you know, in this society, nobody would, 
there's no at this moment there's not really anywhere where you can go and and you know get trained you can but you would have to find that on your own first so like it could it could potentially lead to um enhancing those things already and you know and i have no idea what what that world is like you know i mean you know take it with precaution you know um if if you're just scared at the end of the day like i, I at this moment i don't have an answer you know like that that one I, I don't like and what about microdosing for for people like that or just in general not just in general are there risks even for let's say you didn't know you were schizophrenic or i have no idea or borderline you know, know anything idea. you know so 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 this whole article is supposed to be <laughs> kind of hilarious oh. this is kind of funny because look at the title microdosing is touted by shroomers, but science is starting to test their claims and finding some truth. So you see, this article is framed in the exact same way that me and you have been arguing the whole time. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's literally what we were saying. That's what I'm saying. It's like, like, I can see why you have an animosity against the whole science versus spirituality. Just fucking thing. try it. Why? Why didn't you say scientists tried mushrooms for the first time and they now see what the fuck everybody else is Yo, talking about? Now this is the thing. How about though. that? I think I do <laughs> think that Albert Einstein had been taking shrooms. <laughs> Dude. There's no other way he would have discovered E equals MC squared. You know what I mean? You have so no, many mixes, bro. But you know what? I, okay, so look. Oh, look, what did I say? That they were going to use words like anecdotal and this and that, right? Where? So, yes, uh, I was just skimming through this. And Jacobian van der Weijen takes one psilocybin microdose every three days with bi-monthly breaks to work more focused and more efficiently and be more creative at his marketing job in the Netherlands, he said. He also helps run an online community for microdosing. On the downside, I would often feel that the inspiration was still there at night and I would keep working on projects until late. So it was somewhat more difficult to maintain a healthy biorhythm. Okay, so yeah, so like if you want like perfect sleep, you know, but that's that's because you're trying to integrate something natural to to help you run a a business or like help you with your with your regular job. And yeah. I, I don't think like when I do microdosing. It's not so that it can make me a better welder. Like no, I do it because I want to. I want to dive deeper. I want to learn music more. Like I'm starting. I've I've written two songs about medicine recently. Like that are that they just came from me. You know, it's just like I was just there. I was I was on mushrooms, and I was singing. I was playing, and then eventually I was like, "Yo, that's a fucking song right there." Like I'm gonna I'm gonna record that a little bit. You know, and and I'm here to play for you today. No, I'm kidding. No, it's it's literally like you know I'm not the best singer. I'm not the best guitar player. But these are things that I like have that came out of my heart, like from experience. No, if you want to throw them some tunes, go ahead, bro. I mean, yeah. but you don't have to. No, no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> I'll play one. I'll play one. You play one, really? Yeah. Hey, hold up. We got Eli's about to play. I'll probably a track. do like half of it because I, I don't I don't even know the lyrics to my own song. <laughs> hello, hello. It just came to you, remember? It's almost tuned. Just give me like a minute. That's too long, my guy. A minute? <laughs> Talk about some. Uh... <laughs> Here, let's let old boy tune. I just want to hear these tracks. I'm curious. 
And I'll probably improvise on the lyrics because honestly, I'm telling you, I don't even remember these things. All right. Here, let me give you another mic so that the guitar sounds I think crisp. It, it, does it sound like that? Oh, nice. So, this one for the. That one for you? Okay. Do you want to put that one on the chair? Yeah, yeah. Ding dong, ding. You came to me You climbed the mountain You saw the sea And you crossed it you let the wind carry you And when you saw flames You jumped in A rose you did My child You came to me Anew Now you're here Sharing light And shining bright Just like stars Rescuing me You pulled me out Out of darkness You let my eyes Fully see And now I'm here Sharing light I know you'll be proud of me Forgive us For we'd not know The pain that we Caused to thee Aho Amaya Thank you my Deity Yeah, that song's called uh, A Conversation with Mama Cause it's about ayahuasca And like It pretty much like That's rad bro I was you know, like, Honestly We needed that We needed that In a break in the podcast And we It's always nice to hear some tunes You know what I mean <laughs> I just, I just, I just like music. <laughs> Sometimes it's better than words. Yeah, I was looking at this, this, uh, it's a toad you have. Um, oh, you found my toad? Yeah, so I, I'm pretty, I'm sure you've heard of the Bufo toad, yeah, right? Yeah, Bufo, yes. Bufo, Which is, it's like literally, I know where to do it now, like, um, if I wanted to, and 
it's kind of scary to me. Even that's too much for me. You know what I'm saying? Like there's there's a a, a sense of like how how far people people willing to go to find themselves. You know, and like I said, like you you don't need things you know to find yourself. But if it helps, it can definitely get you there. You know where you need to be faster, tap in quicker, and things like that. And um, this. The Bufo Frog is from Sonora, Mexico. And, uh, um, man, this thing is like, I keep hearing so many crazy stories about it. You know, it's so much stronger than just regular DMT, 5-MEO, yeah, something pe- like people that. Keep, uh, people keep know. this frog um, in the herp world, like, because, you know, I'm into keeping animals and stuff. And I had some guys in podcasts a few episodes ago, and they keep animals. But it's popular, actually, to keep it as a pet. So... I the, think the, the, that toad? The, yeah, the Bufo alvarius, I believe, is the genus for it. But what? but people people keep it. So they it can make their own. So they can make their own. Yes, that's exactly why they keep it. Because, you know, you, you can extract its venom from its glands, Yeah. you know, once in a while. And it doesn't harm the toad in any kind of way. And it's better to do it that way than to go out in the wild and to fuck with the native species of, of, of frogs that are there. Because you're depleting their population. It's very... They're already kind they of like... They don't kill them, though. They're almost extinct already as an animal. Not, they don't kill them, but you to go and like manhandle these animals in the wild, yeah. it does put a certain strain on their population, oh, yeah, yeah. and it makes them... you know it, it starts to make them more and more like not afraid of humans. So I think for those purposes, it would be better if we bred our own captive-bred version of the toad. You know what I mean? Yeah. So people don't have to go in the wild and get it. I understand that there's like the medicinal, like or the spiritual aspect of going to find the toad, and you know. But think about it: if everybody wanted to do, you know, the toad, and everyone went to the same spot to do it, it's gonna get out of hand pretty quick. You know what I mean? So in that in that respect, I think it'd probably be better if we did a whole captive bred project just for Bufo. But yes, I've never tried it. I don't know what it's like. You know. I have no idea what the toad is about. Uh, people like Mike Tyson on his podcast go on for days about Buffalo Alvarez and how it's supposed to be like such a crazy thing. Yeah, know? look at Mike Tyson. He's he's alive and well, and he's not he's not out of this world. He's not out of this world. I mean, he's a little bit out of this world because he's so crazy. You know, I don't worry. That, 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 that was that was him prior. <laughs> I know, right? He was a worse individual previous to him experiencing yeah, all these he things, talks yeah. about how his ego pretty much like was too high and and you know that's why he stopped fighting because he realized like i don't want it to take over anymore and, and oh and uh, dude like i wish i can like tell you guys my experience on aya dude but like bufo and i are are as i've been told are totally different bufo is like kind of like the portal or like the spaceship that just immediately gets you to see God, you know? Yeah. Versus like Aya is like all feeling. It's all like, it's a slow ride. It's like kind of taking like a, a small like um paddle. What's the the paddle? Like a paddle boat, like yeah, a canoe yeah. into a portal, you know? And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. And once you like in that portal, it's like you're still riding on a canoe, you know? It's very light. There's and there's sometimes there's turbulence, you know, like maybe like strong winds or something like that. But with the bufo, it's just like. Bam! And then you're just like they're like, holy shit, you know, like in your head, you know, you're not. And and this is gonna be completely different from psilocybin or anything else because yeah, anytime you try any of these medicines, never go into them thinking 
you're going to feel something like oh is it like that or is it like this no man just it's just literally that's why that's why there's the word surrender you know like forget all everything you know about it like don't think that you know this is going to be like mushrooms or that's going to be like acid like stop trying to compare things like we're we're constantly trying to fucking you know tie things together oh it's like that you know like yeah just like hey man if you trust the person who's about to give it to you just trust that they're not giving you poison you know like and and uh and best of luck you know and um but and in in effect all these people in in essence like thinking about like what the actual substance is <laughs> it's it is a more potent version of dmt right like in a way like the like, bufo like all right so so yeah does the active ingredient it has a similar active ingredient as ayahuasca right it's it is dimethyltryptamine yeah it's the, the naturally occurring substances in both right am i i'm right to assume mm-hmm. that yes but yes we got some people in the chat talking about um different ways of synthesizing bufo or dmt and how people can make it themselves and all this other informational stuff. Somebody's already comparing you to Hamilton's. See something pharmacopoeia. See, I told you, he he is he's he's my Hamilton pharmacopoeia. You know? I'm not gonna do it for no, uh, no, nah. You wouldn't try it? Maybe I don't know. It just depends. Like I I wouldn't want to be still working at at where I am right now, dude. The, this guy at work did did DMT the other day. He like he wanted to talk to me like at the in front in the shop floor about it, like. Yo, man, you don't fucking do DMT on the weekend and come back to work, bro. You fucking take a week or two off, bro. Like, <laughs> like you don't do that. Like, you know, I my first ayahuasca trip, I took a whole week and a half off, man. I was like, I'm taking a whole week and a half. And, like, I realized at the moment, it was like, there was a moment where I was like, I need to quit my job. You know, I, I don't need to be here. Like, I need to find a way to make a life with through through something else like because yeah, there's a new movie called soul that uh jobby and jen oh, suggested that's a to nice, me that's a good movie. yeah and uh and there's a point in the movie where there's a guy and he's uh he's alive and he's at his desk and he's at work and he's like just typing away but he's dead his soul is already going to heaven like but then like they return him back to his body right they're like no okay go back to your body so he goes back into his body when he pops in he's like fuck all this and he just starts smashing everything <laughs> he just like takes off so like that was like him finding his soul like he had like a revelation right yeah. Where, like oh, i found my soul like so y- oh i think i remember that it was like these like lost souls that are already pretty much like in their their yes. souls are pretty much already like already pur- they're, they're purgatory. alive Pur- they're alive but they're not yes yeah, yeah. that's a, it's such a, such a crazy uh movie to compare like this this whole conversation have you seen the movie uh um it's with will ferrell and uh jake jake gyllenhaal's sister it's called like uh fuck it's about him like being an uh, a character in someone's narrate narrating his life i haven't seen that okay so i can't remember what the name of the movie is but pretty much like this guy is the um is a a he works for the the IRS. Oh, know. I've seen that. I've seen it. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. he's where he. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, where but everything like everything he does is narrated by some person as if his life were a book kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 And <laughs> but like if you think about it, he he doesn't go through a trip. He has he actually has a near death experience when he gets run over by the bus. You know, like at the like towards the end. But even before that, he's already making steps towards like a new life because he realizes how mundane 
his his everyday life is. You know. So do you think that that's a risk that could be assimilated with like? doing some of these substances like is it is it safe to say that you may not be the same person 100%. after ingesting yeah. these substances yeah yeah so do, do you feel that it's changed you dramatically in yeah kind of way? I, I i know how to like go into my job like the other day like you know i know how to go into my job and assimilate myself there you know I, i'm still it's not like it's gonna make you forget anything it's just gonna it's gonna put something inside of you and then make you realize something and be like you either have to like step out and like this is why I'm doing the chocolates. I want to do things where I don't have to depend on my job anymore. You know, like I want to be able to do something that I like and work with this stuff. You know, and be able to to create a life without having to depend on my job. You know, eventually. But the other day, somebody like he got so tired of me talking. You know, he was like, "Oh, if you're so fucking woke, why are you still working here?" And I was like, "I think there's just like levels of it. You know, like." Like, nobody is completely woke unless they're, like, in the middle of the of the, the forest, you know, and all they do is, like, live off the land. But it's, like, you're not even allowed to do that because you have to pay for that little spot of land you're, you're living in, you know, like. Or else so. it's ghost camping and it's illegal. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> fucked up, you know. You can't even be a free human in this damn country, man. Like, but, but yeah, man, like. It, yeah, it, it it goes down a rabbit hole of like a lot of things that you know that w like whenever somebody makes these grand claims, they always want to say like, well, where are your fruits of your labor, right? Like if everything that you're doing works so great, then where are your fruits of your labor? It's like it's like when I go on YouTube and I watch a video of a dude saying, um, uh, how to get a million subscribers in two days, but he only got like twenty. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? Like, why am I listening to this dude talk about, like, so I can understand why people will have, um, what's the word? Like, they don't see the change that has happened to you dramatically because they don't see life through your eyes. So the problem with substances is that they're subjective, right? Like, they have to do with you and your subject and how you view the world. Mm -hmm. So it's very difficult to take those experiences and give them to someone for them to see them you know what I mean? So they don't see what you see, so therefore it's invalid. So it doesn't count to them, right? So you could be telling them about X, Y, Z, and then they're just sitting there like, yeah, but you're still here at work with me. So what does it matter? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And at the same time, we do need to have some fruits for our labor at the same time, right? Like you were saying, you want to do the thing with the – like you want to turn into your main thing basically is what you're saying, yeah. right? Yeah, you, you don't want to rely on a capitalistic society – to give you especially what, you what i do bro it's like i'm living a i'm a living dichotomy right now like i fucking literally work for a company that creates death machines you know <laughs> and and i'm over here speaking about having life like it's like it's like being vegan and then you know kind of betraying your veganism by participating in things that lead to animals dying. yeah and that's yeah. why i really say i i say vegan just because i don't want to like get into a whole thing with with people who i just don't care about i've explained anymore but so they're asking in reality i'm plant-based so you're you're wanting so what's your your main business because this is some good questions right here by technologic i want to know um you know obviously you want to live off of your main business yeah. or hustle right and that you want to make that your thing 
but what is it like what is your plan for that is it going to be the chocolates so what's your going to what's your avenue your venture what is so honestly right now it's just things that i'm 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 creating things like i recently made uh, some uh, some copper bracelets like this like simple little shit you know like just things that i can i can um supplement myself off to live like a very basic life like i'm not trying to um what is success right like what do we view as success like where it's if i have a if i have food roof and and um and and i'm i'm able to like um you know live comfortably like that's a success to me like i don't need to be rolling in a lamborghini or things like that you know to feel successful it, exactly it's how you define it and so like there's things you know like my girl she does like bracelets and jewelry and things like that and like there's a whole world for that you know where you can basically hustle your ass off and like sell crystals things like that you know and 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 make exactly wealth is not always a number in fact like we're 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 both like plant-based people my partner and i and and we find that like it's easier to to uh to live healthily and comfortably when you're doing those things like you're we're not like rolling in the you know in in money but like we we have each other and and we like what we do and um i like that's why i'm I was, eventually i want to be able to leave that you know leave that that whole world but it's hard dude right now you know like so let's 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 um, agree oh but, but by the way uh, i yeah so it's 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 this stuff you know little things here and there like i i'm making some copper onks you know you know what the onk yeah, is I know what the onk you is saw the ones that i made recently oh, yeah yeah okay so yeah. i'm making those we're gonna just attach some like crystals to those and and also like you know just sell the meaning behind it and bring it back to what what uh what, what, give give pe- people back the power through health through through symbolism through through medicine you know just be like yo you are able to take control of your own life you but know let's let's be real 100% and and let's let's bring let's let's remember that at the end of the day at the end of the day, if you want to participate in society, the like the reason that you're doing this, right? Okay, you want to move away from your everyday job. You want to move away from capitalistic society. But at the end of the day, whether it's your side hustle or your that you want to make your main hustle or whatever, you're still participating yeah, in that capitalistic 100%. society because you're still engaging, right? Um, with people, whether it is whatever product you're deciding to make or whatever whatever this thing may be. You're still having to play that game. You know what I mean? It's yeah. almost inevitable. Like, there's no way to run away from it. Like, this realization is one that it takes, a, like, I feel like it's just such a tricky one, you know? Because, like, yes, you want a life devoid of all of those negative aspects, right? But trying to reach that is quite literally almost impossible because people have made it so. There's a cap. You know what I mean? Somebody put a cap on us. It's right there. You know what I mean? We can see it. We feel it. You know what I mean? We want to be free, but we can't, you know? But realizing that is important because then I think that's how we start figuring out ways around it, right? Like what you're trying to do. Like as little as possible is better than being full on an asshole and going to Walmart and buying all the all the toilet paper during the pandemic. You know what I mean? Like that's such a booty move. Yeah. At least you're not doing Who that. Who is this guy? Uh, you know. You don't know him? No, he's always che- uh, checking into the podcast though. He's he's oh, he's, cool. he's a cool 
commentator. I think he's one of John's Everyone's energies. <laughs> exactly. So, so when 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 we talk about these limitations, you know, when we talk about what it is that you're doing, we can never forget that there are two parts of the wait, same wait. whole. I do. It's the yoke. The Bible calls it the yoke, or the yoke. The yoke, essentially, the threshold, the thing that keeps everything, you know, because. Because what I'm trying to say is what is, is that every everything everything's a balance, you know. Yeah. We you can't we can't go too far in one direction and too far in the other direction. We can't become too mechanical, and we can't become like too much about rigidness and what is here and what is now and matter. And we can't become too spiritual where everything is devoid of meaning and everything is too abstract and nothing becomes reality. You know what I mean? Meaning in the middle, I think, is the best place, at least for me. You know and. And in in essence, the only thing I'm trying to say here really is that, like, sometimes it takes somebody like you to explore these realms, right? To 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 look at these things and say, okay, I understand now what what these things are going to help others, are going to bring awareness to this thing because it lacks awareness, right? And it really yeah. does. Nobody gives a fuck about any of this stuff, to be honest. You know what I mean? Like, if you made it a new cool thing. I think it'd be really cool, you know. And if you introduce yeah. more people to it, and if you had a product, if you had a, a like a, a branding to it, you know, like a here's this, you know. But you're still gonna have to go on Instagram. You're still gonna have to make a page. You're still gonna have to put your thing in there. You're still gonna have to upload pictures. You're still gonna have to participate in the yeah. society. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying like I wanna like I never said I wanna get away from that. I just don't want to. I just don't want to work for a company that that does that. You know that. That literally. What builds. is it? Like, what is it that you're against that you do there? Yeah. I, I I weld uh, cooling systems and things that integrate into airplane parts, the F-150s, like you know, like hmm, yeah, like so just fucking make... bomber planes, bro. Oh. <laughs> like they kill little kids like across the fucking planet. You know, it sucks. Like, yeah, I, I I just I just not think about it because like I realized like, I left a job that was that I actually really really liked and I believed in because. All they did was like furniture, you know. They did metal frames and put slap some wood on it, and it was a really nice table or like, you know, chandeliers and shit like that. Like, that was cool. It was a lot of hard work. The only thing was it was far as fuck, and like it paid really, really good. I just worked hella hours, you know. Like maybe if I go back, like I would be like, hey, I'm only working Monday through Friday, you know. Well, you know, there's a lot of guys out there that have metal fabrication specific jobs, you know. Like, like you can have your own metal fabrication and that's another thing too place, so i know? i i'm actually with with the ox like that's a good place to start you know just be like i'm gonna make them put them online you know sell them for like a certain price you know and i'm a biotech machine i'm it's literally buying some some like non-expensive materials and and putting it together like i just need a table i, I need a freaking outlet i need a, a place to do it like and you know, right now, before as we're getting the house back, like I'm already starting to vision it. Like, okay, this is gonna be like after I get off work, I'm gonna come here and I'm gonna work on this, and then, and then I'm gonna define, you know, make it, make it so, and then sell them for this much, you know, like that's rad. And yeah, so, you know, and it starts with one little thing. Yeah, it could grow into a million. And right now, I have my, I have my chocolates. You know, like my chocolates pay for my experiences. Like I barter my chocolates all the time you know like i already use bartering system like somebody's like oh, i'll make salsas hey you like mushroom chocolate or you like cho you like mushrooms 
oh yeah fuck yeah dude i'll trade you a chocolate for two salsas what's up bro and i'm like <laughs> i already do that you know it's 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 not that like a lot of times it's not like you have to like think about what your plan is it's just like literally stepping into that water and just trying shit like and that's but, what I, but I, at the same time remembering that we still live in a world where economics are a way that things happen so I just think it would be rad to see you have a metal fabrication shop, TBH. I would go to you to make all kinds of cool-ass stuff. You already know. I'd be like, hey, Eloy, make me this bike rack thing. <laughs> hey, Eloy, weld me together this frame I need for XYZ. You know what I mean? I would be your number one customer. I'd be like, hey, Eloy, weld me this, weld me that. And, you know, you're talking about a place that employed you that made furniture and made chandeliers and made tables. And I felt good about it. You could make tables and chandeliers and furniture. You know yeah, what I mean? Easily. I just need You to. could easily do that. And you could just have a space to do it. And you know what I mean? I feel like that would be such a dope thing. Like Eloy's Fabrications or something like this, you know? And, you know, you already have, you already got the skill. You already got the hands for it. You might as well. And then, you know, you can put a little, put a little spiritual spin on it. You know, actually there was a place in, up north that I visited uh, one time. Uh, maybe you remember, or maybe I told you about it, but it was in Oakland, and it was uh, like a cooperative space mm. um, with containers and stuff, and there was a lot of guys that did a lot of work in there. I went in there to buy speakers from some random dude like on the internet. Was it right? next to the BART? No, it wasn't next to the BART. But uh, this spot was like... It wasn't called like the... The church or something nah, like that? No, I wasn't called them. There's a lot of co-ops out there. It took me, you know, TBH. But uh, there, there's one of these these cool spots. I and, love the And there was a guy there, bro, and he did exactly that. He welded together furniture. Wait, it wasn't called Place? N no. He welded together really? all kinds of stuff, and he made all kinds of cool stuff. And he sold it, and he auctioned it off. Or he would put it on eBay, auction it, or he would, like, That's pretty cool. Like, it. the guy who makes, like, like, people who auction shit off, like, they make one badass piece. They have all these followers. Oh, I want that one. I want like here it goes auction it off, bro. Like you could be that guy, bro. You could put a spiritual spin on your work. It doesn't all have to be so rigid and stuff. You know, you can you know you could be that. I guy. I like this guy. What is he saying now? Um, uh, let's see. Uh, he's agrees with me, bro. You can do a lot with metal fabrication. I see, know. see, he's agreeing with me, bro. Come on, come on. You can make all the cool, cool ass artistic and other weird metals and adds all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah, to them. you. It can be artistic. It doesn't have to be functional. You know what I mean? Not everything in life is about function, but a lot of it is. I'm going to be the guy hitting you up. And being well, I used to think I could never run a business. I wasn't the best, but I did a lot of great work. But it's not easy to keep new customers. You need to learn how to make. Yeah, I mean, you know, even I see with my chocolates right now, like, you know, I'll get like a, a burst of like, hey, man, like every week, like, let me get another two, let me get another two, let me get two. And then I just don't hear from them for a year, you know, like. Damn, cause you shroomed them out, bro. Come on. No, it's it's not it's not like you know it was. Some people are very slow with it. Like, I get some people like once a month they get an ounce. You know, obviously I'm not gonna de I'm not gonna I'm not gonna depend on people or like the same customers to come keep coming back. You know, this is why I work so hard to 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 constantly make chocolates, to put videos out there, like to show people like, hey, like this is what I'm doing. You know. And when I'm out in the streets, I'm open about it, dude. Like just the other day, I was I was at the beach, you know, I, I was going to the beach, and uh, I actually got kind of tied into like, I mean, and this is how I work, you know, this this is how I work. So I'm walking to the I'm walking to the beach. I'm gonna have, have my guitar case with me, and then somebody's like, "Hi, well, do you have a mo moment to speak about um women's empowerment?" And then I was just like, 
I was like, uh, on the way back, you know, we'll see what's up. And then I go, I do my thing, and I come back, and they're still there. And I was like, oh, damn it. <laughs> Whatever. And they were like, hey, what's up? Like, you know, like, you have a moment to speak? And I was like, yeah, sure, what's up? And they're like, oh, what's up? Where are you coming from? Like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I was at the beach playing guitar. I just did the fucking mushrooms. What's up? And they were like, oh, what the fuck? You know, it's just like, <laughs> all right. And I'm, I'm talking to them, and it's just so open. And, like, dude, I, I made a cell right there, you know, like. And that that's how I, I work, you know, like by by being out in the world and 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 getting new people on Instagram, you know, constantly, you know. Yeah, and, you're 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 doing exactly what I'm saying, you know, you just but you know, you you have a product already, you know. And and, and I, I see what you're saying. I have a many set of skills that I yeah. can I can bring about. Right now I do want to focus on the the um the medicine thing first you know see how that goes um i was telling uh, like every time i tell somebody and i'm just like hey i'm thinking about making like a a, uh like not a retreat but you know what is a ceremony you know and they're they're just like oh what is that and i was like you i just sit you guys down you know i teach you guys about certain medicines you know and then we'll just you know instead of just taking mushrooms and having a good time like you'll have a different type of time you know like you'll sit with it you'll sit with this and they're like, Oh, that sounds interesting. I'm interested in doing that. And I'm thinking about doing group sessions, you know, whatever, however, however much I sell, I'm um, charged for it. Some people were like, mm, that sounds really cool, but I don't want to do a group thing. And I'm like, all right, now I'm thinking about like, how would I do it private? Like, how would I be able to spend five hours with somebody and then charge accordingly? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, what am I going to be doing with them? You know, do I take my guitar, play Wish You Were Here for them all night long? You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, it's like, so I, th- th- that's why I started to microdose because microdosing helps me, like, just tap in. Like, I was so nervous. Every time somebody tells me to play the song and if I'm not on mushrooms, like, I'm nervous to play it. But if I'm able to, like, take mushrooms and play it with some for somebody, like, while they're, like, really tripping hard, you know, like, they're and I don't like to say tripping because sometimes... You know, tripping indicates that we're going to fall, you know. So it's like when we're on our journey, when they're on their journey to, like, you know, self-enlightenment through the mushrooms, like, what am I going to be doing for them, you know? And I've already thought of all these things, you know. Like, I go and I sit in space with other people who are doing it for me. And all I got to do is be like, yo, I'm, I've been doing this for 11 years. Why the fuck can I guide someone else into doing it? I've seen the worst of it. I've seen the best of it, you know, like. What, what I I can do it, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it makes sense. And I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh, I know everything, and like, you know, I'm fucking God. Like, no way, dude, no way. <laughs> so I'm does just... that happen often? Are there fools out there that that uh, organize these events that act like they're God? Does, nah, does, they does... they. And I know you want to hear that, but like, <laughs> no, you just get people who are a lot are full of themselves for sure. Right. You know, so like you get, so somehow through the powers that be, there are egotistical people trying to teach of people about ego. Of course, of course, <laughs> you know, like, of course, bro. There's people are human at the end of the day. You know what yeah, I'm saying? That's like, true. So hey, but I would be interested if you were a guide and you know if you were doing these cool things. I, I'd want to participate. I, I, I why not. and I, I talk to my friends like you say, like I. Why, why am I, why, why do I think I'm good at this? Because you said it when we first started, it's like, you're the type of guy who can talk to somebody about emotions. And this is something that's going to tap, make you tap into there. And like, what do I provide? I provide a space where you can tell me like, I'm worried about this, Eloy. Like, I'm worried that this might come up, you know, that the moment where this moment in my life that I felt like defined me might come up. And like, this is the one thing I'm worried about, you know, it's like, 
well, we're actually going to, we'll probably sit with that, you know, if it comes up. And, and people, like, I did it one time. And I did it after ayahuasca. And I think I had, I had said it when I came. Oh, actually, I hadn't done it yet. I think, because I did ayahuasca and I, like, that week I was off and I came here. Yeah. Like, right? yeah. yeah. So after I left your, po- your podcast, I went up north and I told my friends, I was like, yo, I just did ayahuasca, you know, like, I got some mushrooms. Let's go camping, you know, and let's try it, you know. Yeah. And I had them like fast for like a day, you know, to to ingest it better. And man, like after I remember my friend like, oh my god, Eloy, you're a healer, dude, you're a healer. And I was just like, yo, <laughs> like, don't call me that. Like I don't like that title. Like what are you doing? And she's like, you don't understand. Like and I was like, at the end of the day, we're just guides. We're people who who bring it out of you, but the mushroom is the healer. The mushroom is the teacher. The mushroom is the healer, you know. That's where I leave up to that. Like, because at the end of the day, like, once you've taken it, like, I'm just here to provide a safe space, you know, and do my best to make you feel comfortable. Like, nothing other than that. And if I if I add, you know, music or or words, words of encouragement, you know, that's all it is. That, right? that honestly makes a whole lot of sense, you know. And, uh, you know, what does that happen? I'm sorry to say, but like I've experienced many other people that have um, ventured into the this realm of um, spirituality and came back on the other side, and like I feel like they were just faking the funk. You know what I mean? Like I felt like a lot of these people are like all about crystals and all about all these things, and they really have no meaning. You know, it's like believing in horoscopes. And you don't know why. You don't know what the purpose is behind the heart. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of superstition out there. Mm-hmm. A lot of people get really superstitious really quickly. And it's easy for people to start being extra. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I have had those experiences as well with certain people. So it kind of puts me off to, to, some extre- to some extent. But at the very same time, like, I'm highly intrigued by what it actually means. And if someone like you can come around and actually express it better you know and i i mean you know? you know like and and it i'm more i'm more confident now than ever because this last ceremony this was my, my third ayahuasca ceremony like I, I said before like my first one you know it was like oh my god like this is so beautiful like what am i doing you know like i gotta branch out and then what do i do i get into a toxic relationship i start doing all these stupid things right my second one was more like of uh I just really wanted to tap into like why I was the way I was with women. And the third one was was like the final the final the final fight, you know, and I'll explain it really really briefly like there was a moment when I'm when I'm laying there I feel like throwing up this whole time and and then we have two musicians. One one of them's Tommy, who's the main guide, and the other guy is Angel. He plays guitar and, and beautiful flute, man, like like some really intricate like three like channel flutes that like sound like they're vibrating just That's by blood. it's so beautiful man and they start playing this song he had this little thing that i saw a guitar in the other day actually it's like it's a tube with the with the spring a long black spring and then you like you like do something with it, you whip it and it goes Wang! like and it sounds like <laughs> lightning you know i think i've seen that thing before yeah, yeah yeah and i was just like what the fuck is that you know i keep hearing it and i remember i was like oh it was probably that toy that, that they had earlier and i was like like I'm, I'm, I'm there, and they start playing this like really dark song, and at, to this point, like I hadn't had experience like this. And what starts happening is like I start to feel like cold, like I start to do this, like dude, 
it's been the same temperature the whole time. All of a sudden, I'm fucking cold. You know, like I have blankets. Like I'm, I'm chill. And then I start yawning. Like this, like uncontrollably. Like I cannot control it. I'm shaking. I'm shivering. And at this moment, like in my head, like I, at first I'm just thinking, like oh, I'm just I want to throw up. All of a sudden, I see like my mirror itself. You know, I see the dark Eloy. You know. <laughs> and I got, I'll 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 speak for him and just like, hey, what's up? I'm back. And I like this whole time I've been trying to control it, you know, like all my fucking vices, you know, like everything. It's like, and and these are portals. When you do this stuff, it's a portal, you know, to allow that energy to come back in and and somehow take over. You always have to fight against it, you know, like. And so something they say is like when you see something you don't like, you you smile, you blow away. <sighs> go away you know just like like leave me alone like i don't want to fucking deal with you you know and this time for the first time bro that shit got bigger and bigger it was like i was blowing into fire and giving it oxygen bro like it was just a fucking dark entity getting and i me as i'm breathing like the shaking sweating you know like all these things physical things i'm purging you know i haven't thrown up yet to this point like i finally defeated and i felt like a baby after because it was such it took so much energy at that moment to like do that and like the whole time i'm like thank you mama thank you because again remember the 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 mother energy and these guys are finishing up the song you know it's a i'm telling you it's like it was just like this i it was the first time i heard him play like this type of like ominous song you know like and you know i'll, I'll get into it a little bit after but once that was done like it felt like i had beat something you know like i had grown in a sense and and I talk about manifesting because prior to this, I pick up the guide from the LAX and, and his and his right hand man, and we all we I take him to where they had to go and stuff. And the whole time I'm talking to him, like, yo, man, like this time I really want to focus on these little aspects of my life. You know, I feel like a lot of times, like I could be sitting like in some serious point, someone's telling me something, and I always want to make a joke about you know like something, and like ah, just to break the tension, you know. And like I feel like those are disrespectful. Like I, I feel like I need to be checked on that, you know, for some reason, like. Some people don't appreciate that. And like, the people that don't like it is usually people who are more, like, mature. You mm -hmm. know, and I think that's very mature of me, very something that a lot of Mexicans do, you know. And so I was just like, I was like, I want to check that on myself. And before we started, the guide said, like, oh, like, we had two jars of, of ayahuasca. He's like, if if we finish both of these, I'll, I'll hang my robe up, you know, like, meaning that this one's a really strong batch you know what i'm saying because he offers three cups throughout the ceremony at your discretion the first one everyone takes and after that is like two or three you know so at this moment i finally get up and i, ha I had this other thing on me it wasn't this one but i get up and i sit in meditation pose and they're they take a little bit so that they can play and serve us you know but they they'll still go into that wavelength you know mm -hmm. and i get up and i remember I, like, sit up like this, and I just, like, get in meditation pose, and I look at them, and I'm, like, you know, I'm ready to do what you guys do. Like, my other two times, I throw up, and I would go through all this shit, and I just, I stay asleep to the end. I got to be, like, shaking and shit. And then he'd be, like, all right, ceremony's over. And I'd be, like, whoa, it's over? This time, I was able to, like, like, release that, you know? And I was, like, like, I remember just looking at them and, like, being, like, yo, this music is beautiful, like. You know, and I was looking at him play guitar and, like, how into it they were and things like that. It was like seeing a concert, like, right, you know, because it's so, it's so much energy, bro. I'm, it's crazy. And then 
he starts playing a song and it's like very like uh like airy like i don't know i just felt like i wanted to soar bro like and he starts playing the song he starts singing about condors and and eagles and shit you know and then and then he's like la montaña you know and things like that and i start feeling this energy i i and you don't do these things because you're just like yeah i'm fucking like, no bro the, it's like this is where the thing comes it's like ancestors talking to you what are we what are our ancestors like animals right we see them through animals and these are images that come to me right and so i fucking pump my chest up and i feel like an eagle bro like like at this moment i feel like an eagle and and i fucking get up to dance bro like and i have my my i have a sash you know like a long one like with like 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 fluffy kind of like this you know at the ends and I start doing a dance, bro. Like, not like I'm like dancing. Like, nah, it's just like as the music goes, I'm waving, you know, like, and I'm looking at everybody and I like, like if I'm, I'm soaring over a community, you know, and like, this is something that I, every time I, I do medicine, it's like my intention is to create community, to bring people together and to heal, you know? And so I felt like I was watching over everybody, you know? And like, once I was done, like I sat back down and I respected, you know, like, and I remember after that song was done, Tommy, the the main guy, he looks over at me. He's like, he's like, if any, he looks over at everybody. He's like, anyone, everyone wants to come up for their for the last cup, you know, the third cup. You're you're welcome to do so. And like something inside of me came out again, like another like bout of dark ego. Just looks at him, and it's like you son of a bitch. Like like I know what you meant earlier, you know. And but like that little like you know like that little darkness, like immediately like I just threw it up. Like that, like I didn't, I was not expecting to throw up. Like I thought I wasn't going to throw up anymore. I was like, oh, I'm not going to throw up this session, you know? And I just throw up and it was like, I was throwing up this dark entity, you know, into the bucket. And I look up and I was like, oh shit. Like that was it. You know, it was like, it was like, like your mom beats your ass. You know, th that moment I was shaking and shivering. And then she's like, okay, you got the lesson, you know, you can dance now and whatever. And then and then I I look at him and I'm like you fucking asshole and then she's like you still have fucking your little and she slaps the shit out of me and then I throw up you know and I was just like oh shit okay 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 I get it I get it you know and then it was like I was able to sit and like just enjoy the rest of the night bro like and and it was amazing um and and that's when I learned that I was like you know after I told you that people come together and we like we talk about experiences I was like you know from this point on like I don't want anyone I'm not gonna let anything especially myself like stop me from doing what I want to do. Like I want to serve. I want to serve others. I want to help my community. I want to bring people together. Like these are things like that I'm truly like, like blessed to even to, to See, be born is, in me. This is why it's important. I think like even in podcast form, like why podcasts are so awesome. Cause like you get to, uh, we were just saying the problem with people not understanding fully what this means is that they don't, you know, there's no way to put everything you just said, that whole experience, into a phrase or a word and then say that to somebody so then they can encapsulate that whole experience into one thing. You know what I mean? Like, it, someone really has to sit down and listen to you all the way through to understand fully what that experience is and then to want to participate to participate in that you know mm -hmm. so to a certain extent that's the cap you know that's where we're at communication is is key we gotta um communicate more about what so these things are saying maybe it was trying to tell you something uh the image i immediately 
was brought to me was the image on the on the Mexican flag, the eagle capturing the snake. You know, yeah, your higher self capturing your ego. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you just like it literally felt when I started to dance. It felt like the fucking eagle came down and just clamped it. Like, shut the fuck up, calm down. You know, and now it's got got you in my claws. But we always have to remember that that image, that snake, is very much alive. And it's still, it's not like this, you know, it's, it's, it's still like, ah, motherfucker, I'm gonna get you too. You never see an image, although you never see an image where like, you, I think I did see one where like the snake is also wrapped around the the, the eagle, which is like something I actually think about. It's like, I have my yin and my yang, you know, I respect the fucking yang, bro. Like, is that the the dark one? I'm not even sure. Well, I respect (laughs) the, the dark sire. I know it's there. I know it keeps me alive because the ego is, it's not that you have an ego death, it's you control it. You don't let it take over. Like, you you don't, there's no such thing as ego death. Yeah, your ego literally keeps you alive. It keeps your heart beating. Yeah. That demon has to be controlled. You can let it out when you're fucking going to fight somebody, you know, like, like, but you always have to make sure to check it, bro. Like, you know, UFC fighters, you can tell which one has... When a fucking a person who has their ego checked, like they'll let loose, but they won't go and just keep beating on somebody, you know. Like they'll be like, "All right, he's done." Like that's ego checked, you know. Ego not checked is beating that motherfucker till he dies. Mike Tyson, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Ripping off the ear. Yeah, yang yang yang, yeah. yang gang. Hey <laughs> man, but let's wrap this up, dude. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go to work tomorrow. Yeah, no uh, there's worries, a lot, so case. much more. Like we, we should have a, a round two. Um, once I, uh, there's something else I'm willing, once I do my ceremony, a couple ceremonies, I'll come back and I'll hopefully, yeah, we'll promote your at little. this point, you know, like, but yeah, um, if you guys want to, I just made a page. Can, can I send you an image to, I, I want to see, I want to show what I just, I got done. Um, hey, I got a congratulations from Restream. Looks like I've received the uh, technologic, technologic. Comment. Commented a hundred times. <laughs> yeah, he he got us a little trophy from Restream. Let me check Thank that you very out. Much. Shout out to Technologic. Yeah, we'll pull up um whatever you want me to pull up. Here, let's uh let's go. You want you want want us to check out your IG? Uh yeah, I just made it right now. Um this like earlier today. It's called uh, Healing Wonderland. Oh, let's yeah, let's check that out. So that, uh... It's it's so new, like I don't have nothing on it except one image. But it's my new label. Um, my my uh, my cousin's wife made it for me, and I just told her like what I was thinking. Like I was like, "Hey, I, I want I, I've always loved Alice in Wonderland, but I want something a little more different." Uh, That's the first one right there, right? Yeah. Sick. And I, I'm using the name that I, I oh I spelled it wrong actually. I'm, I'm it's because I was driving when I was doing this. <laughs> I'm using the name that I first um, um, took took within yeah, on my first ayahuasca ceremony. Yeah, these two are backwards right here, no? No, or, it's Kualnemelitzli. Yeah, there's a T right here. Yeah, there's a T. Well, look, I'm going to give you a little follow, see what's up. Okay, so like, go ahead and, and just click on the image. So I asked I asked her to, to um, pretty much give me an image of Alice in Wonderland and I want the caterpillar, you know, the caterpillar signifies like who is like thyself, you know, like who are you? Who am I? You know, like, what are we, you know, like, and the cat is, is more of like the brain, you know, like in the sense, like the caterpillar is more like the spirit and the, 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 
the the um the cat the cat is more like the brain you know like we're all mad here you know like you're mad i'm mad we're all mad like so like th- that's what they signify you know like this is why mushrooms are are very important in in uh in uh, in, in this image because because mushrooms help with with understanding through your mind what who you are and whatnot and so alice here is is i, I told her and she she literally gave me exactly what i asked her dude i was like i That's want a pretty rad image I, I want alice to be in a meditation pose like you know not a little girl she's like 30 years old she's been through shit but she still has like the colors to to show that it's her you know so she still has a little the little puffs you know from her dress yeah, yeah. you know things like that but like her clothes is tattered, you know, and her third eye is open. I don't know if you noticed, like her full on third eye. Uh, but yeah, man, like this image, like she just finished it today, and I was like, holy shit, this is literally like. And I told my friend, my I have an artist friend. And I'm like, man, I have like all these like these thoughts come to my head. And I would just wish somebody could put them on on a drawing, you know. But like, it would cost me so much money. Like I I, I need to learn how to draw, but. Nah, I'm just like I'd rather I'd rather like pay somebody to to bring my image to life, and you know it wasn't that expensive. I mean, through her, you know, like yeah. she helped me out a lot, you know. But no, this looks legit, uh, and it's a nice start to a uh, to a new enterprise that you're working on. So this is pretty rad. These are gonna be I'm gonna be selling these stickers. Um, and oh, this uh, is gonna be a sticker. Is I'm gonna make it into a sticker, and I'm also gonna put them on like the chocolate. So I'm gonna make small stickers to just slap on the so chocolate. So now you have a brand, Healing Wonderland. Yeah. There you go. Now you got a brand. See. Yeah. Now you step one. Yeah. Reach realization. Step two. Commercialize it. No, I just fuck with you. <laughs> Pretty much, bro. I mean, like it's no, like I'm just being that. I'm just being a hater, brother. Nah, nah, dude. <laughs> I, I don't care. I'm step fully into that. You know, like that's what it is. Uh, there's no other word for it. You know. No, it's it's great, honestly. And you know, the more people you can provide this um, service to, the more people that are aware and want to engage in this is the better. I I think they it cannot do any more damage than cocaine alcohol and tobacco have already done you know what i mean that stuff is it will repair it actually it will repair the damage that you've done to yourself from engaging in these other illicit and and we don't even have to talk about hard drugs like methamphetamine and even uh even pharmaceuticals like you know oxycontin and fucking you know all these other drugs that are prescribed to you that are terrible that will destroy your life you know what i mean like we're not talking about none of that, and somehow this is still looked at as in a negative connotation, you know. Yeah. But it's, it's it is what it is. Yo, everybody, check out Healing Wonderland. Give him some follows on his new thing. I just hit him with a follow. I'll come back around and hit you with my other account as well. Um, everybody, just you know, go follow him and you know, let's boost up his. Uh, his well, shit is so sick, bro. Like, it's so sick. It's I, a sick I, I'm, in, I'm in love with it, you know. But I I know that I can't attach myself to it for too long. Yeah, it's all good, bro. Um, I have had the brand Fusion Workshop or Fusion since the day I was in high school. You know what yeah. I mean? It, like, so sometimes if it works, it works. You know. But hey, thank you for coming on the podcast. All boys going to sleep already. All this microdosing has got him tired. <laughs> uh, I feel I feel okay. All right, as we're yeah. uh, stepping out. I'm just oh, you want to do some flute? Hit this shit again, real quick. Go, go, hit it. Hit the flute, boy. 
Hey, thank you, Technologic, for jumping on the pod. Yeah, thanks, man. You're really cool. Fo- follow me, and I'll, I'll follow you back. Yeah, follow us. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Hit, hit us with the flu, Eloy.